Previously on Lonely Boys. Listen, I don't want to alarm anyone, but there's been an emergency. What? Yeah. Blair needs you right away. Of course, I'm all hers. Come this way. Please. Oh, sure. Oh, sorry. Let, let me say please. please. I'm being oh, polite. Again. Right this way. Oh, again. I was going to say. Oh, oh, sure. All right, fine. Yeah, excuse <laughs> me. Blair. Excuse me. Blair, my little turtle dove. What's the emergency? need another escort. What? Did something happen? Are you hurt? No, no. In fact, I feel perfect. Oh, okay. Well, what, what, what's going on? You have an escort, Blair. Your father, Harold. I've been reminding you that he's your father all episode. Or in an episode. Cyrus, one father is not enough. I need both of you to walk me down the aisle. All right. All right. Beautiful. I, I've never been happier. <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha ha. Oh, it's no, here's the rain wrench mouse. We get out of here. <laughs> hey, Free Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down Gossip Girl, Season 5, Episode 14, The Backup Dan. I am not here by myself. I'm here with my co-host, and uh, much like Lola, he has people flirt with him by doing manual labor all the time. It's Brendan Ruppel. Hello, I am your co-host, of course, the creepy uncle of podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Dave Lodo Cream Nation. I'm recording live as always from the crematorium. I'm the editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly. Dr. Officer Cream reporting for duty. Cream, yes, cream. Cream, yes, cream. And all creams are bastards. Don't wow, forget. you said it this time. I said wow, it this time. I got to just, you know, include it in the repertoire from now on. No, you didn't like saying that because you don't want to no, be No, I mean, me, me and Brian had a talk about it, and I, I said, I'm either going to totally get rid of all of that up top and start over start from scratch oh, oh my, oh or my, i have to wait, keep what? or I, <laughs> yeah or i have to keep adding to it and just make it like five minutes long eventually so he he voted to extend it oh my god so I, you had are. a production meeting without me yeah sorry he, he's the only vote that matters <laughs> wow okay well good to know well, i know you're welcome vote. you want uh, to be longer obviously i think all the I, listeners do too i don't have to pull them because they want more of this Anyway, we know Jimmy right. Lynn is one of those people that wants more of the interrupt top two. Well, speaking of yeah, speaking of Jimmy, who listens to the intro, I mentioned in the intro that uh, uh, Banter Boys co-host Pete, he was you, he was flirting with you by doing manual labor with you. That's what <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was basically begging me to carry my stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't tell me. Let Brendan know I can help him move. I was like, okay, I will. Right. Jeez, Fil- filthy, dirty man. <laughs> um, yeah, and now look at you, look at you now, all moved in, new Did podcast studio. Him? Oh yeah. New crematorium. And Brendan, would you believe that we are not by ourselves? We have yet another guest. Is someone Brendan, it, this has been we've had a lot of people coming on for first time. We've had a lot of people coming on joining the two timers club. We've had Scally joining the six timers club, you know, the only person there. But it's been a while since we've had someone join the three timers club. It's about time because the fans have been begging for her to be back, and here she is, finally, the ninth member. I did count before we we, we came on. The ninth member of the Three Timers Club. Welcome back, Haley Strong. Wow. Haley, how yeah. are you? Oh, yeah. I am so excited. Like, I literally just hide away in a catering van until you call me. <laughs> um, like, literally, when I see Matt's name pop up in, in my iPhone text, like I don't you know even know. I don't even know what it says. I don't read it. I just reply yes. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. You Can you want, help me yes. move? Can you do manual labor? Sure. <laughs> they don't call me Haley Strong just because it's on my. Oh, that's true. That's right. That is good to know. I will. I will keep that in mind. But Haley, 
Thank you for and you are always quick with a response and you're always you're always willing to do it. I, I must say, you know, a lot of these guests, yeah. it's like quick with a joke. It's like or to light up your smoke. Sorry, I what? no, I'm not. I'm not. I cannot light up a smoke. I'm really bad with layers. <laughs> oh, quick with the smoke. Okay. <laughs> to me, that just sounded like you mumbling. I, I didn't. I didn't. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, the, like, the Canadian. Yeah, that's how I felt. That's how I felt about your intro speech. If I'm being honest, <laughs> like I was like. Am, like I, I was considering calling the doctor for like, do I have an auditory processing? Like, yeah, issue so going we, we on? want more of that mumbling, if you can yeah. believe. Yeah, that. I, I heard you say cream a lot, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know if that was intended. And it's or definitely if... partially mumbling and partial like the people that aren't familiar with it, just like that don't know what's going on, and they probably have a mini stroke. So. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was at. So you know, um, I'm now... thrilled to be here though. It's now 101 episodes in. Like we've done 101 of these Gossip Girl recaps, and you know, I I don't I still don't. And I three of them. Yeah, that's right. Pretty good percentage. That's, so, uh, that's almost three percent. Yeah. Almost, almost three percent. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> and you know, I, you'd think I'd have your little cream shtick memorized, and maybe I do. If you were to ask me, maybe I would just black out and say it. But I kind of just you definitely could. I think if you if you're taking yeah. a test, when, when I'm saying it too, I see you nodding along at each beat, like making sure I'm getting well, it right. That's what I was going <laughs> to. You're like, that's yep. what I was going to say. Check. It's more like a Check. muscle memory thing where I know the flow of what you say. Let's like, <laughs> like. When uh, I when I worked at Adventureland, I'd hear all these songs every day, but they're not quite loud enough for me to hear the words. So I'd have mm -hmm. every melody memorized, mm -hmm. but not really the lyrics. That's like with you. I, I have the cadence of what you say. Right. I know. You I can know probably make up well. a different one with the exact same cadence. Yeah. Well, I, maybe I'll try it. next week. I'll come <laughs> on. Okay. Sounds great. That's not a problem. Do you have it? Do you have it memorized, or do you like have it written down somewhere? I have it written down, but I could probably do it by memory if I had to. I do it mostly okay. just especially because we've been doing video. It's like. I can't fuck up now. They can see me do it. So. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad my office is clean. Then, if this is going out into the video sphere. Yeah, very clean. Yeah, we made sure that you cleaned your office before before coming on. Um, Haley, how much Gossip Girl have you watched uh, between last time you were on and now? Um, one episode. Good. And it was that this was one. This one. Okay. <laughs> you know I don't watch the show. I I just I need an excuse to talk you i love and it i don't I know why another... this is the only way i can do so oh we can we can talk whenever you I'm want i'm sure i could just call you and you'd be yeah. like great he's calling i'm I answering we're talking call, yeah. but like i don't know if i have like the social skills or like the oh, um, you do. i like we'll i don't I, I i feel like i can't put that on <laughs> i use podcasts as a way to force people to be my friends that's a, it's no, a good I, I, very useful tool i think it, it is effective it was just uh yeah, I was just talking to uh, my cousin over the weekend about uh, my hobbies, and uh, I, I mentioned that podcasting is probably my main mm, hobby, and job. it's a really good one. Get, well, that's true. We have made what uh, fifteen dollars and sixty cents over the course of uh... somewhere around there. <laughs> no, I, and I said it, it's the best part of the hobby is it gives you you know an excuse to just talk to people every every now and again. You know, a friend that you would normally talk to, you have them come on the podcast for a couple hours, and now you know you've caught up and and you're you're still yeah. friends. I mean, you'll, you'll hear like all these people, podcasters talk, talk about talk shit about podcasts. I'm like, oh my god, so stupid! I can't believe this is like the form of comedy we're doing or whatever. But then, like every once in a while, you hear Scott Ackerman say, like, I don't see. It's great because all these people I wouldn't normally get to see get to come. They come over to my house <laughs> and I talk to them for a while, and it's the best. <laughs> like that does sound nice. Yeah, we're all friends. And it's god, like, and, and podcasting technology has improved so much in which like we can do this on video now. We're back. Back in my day, when we started podcasting, <laughs> it was on Skype. Like, I'm pretty sure that the Bachelor podcast was keeping 
Skype alive for the last like couple <laughs> years. Yeah. And now we've been you're no longer allowed to use Skype. <laughs> yeah, we started this show on 4chan, I believe. <laughs> wow, that's a little nugget that not that many, not many people know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Haley, based on this one episode that you've now seen uh in in recent days at least any uh any characters sticking out to you either positively or negatively that maybe weren't the the first couple of times you came on okay i have a lot of questions i haven't well, go for it i i don't have them written down um no, i will funny. say i will say that this was my favorite episode of the three i've watched oh okay good. okay I think it was and for those really of you funny. who have not been keeping track. Haley yeah. comes on for the 14th episode of the season, so she's been on for oh, season is that two, what it is? 14, season two, <laughs> no episode way. 14, season four, episode 14, and now season five, episode 14. Uh, the first two were accidental, and then <laughs> third one might have been accidental. <laughs> oh, wow, that's <laughs> I think, great. I, think of... <laughs> I love that. I love a pattern. Um, yes. Okay, so obviously we have Michelle Track. Tra- Trachtenberg, Trachtenberg, Trachtenberg. I've heard of both ways. She's arrived. She wasn't (laughs) here last time I was here. Okay. So, not here off. Is she okay? So is she? Did she pick up the role of Gossip Girl? Like essentially, yeah. So Georgina Sparks, played by the great Michelle Trachtenberg, is kind of the the show's. break glass in case of emergency character where she comes around once a season fucks up everyone's lives stays for a few episodes and just really just when when the show is faltering they bring her in to breathe some life into it and that's kind of what she's doing here and uh yes it has been revealed uh, at the at the end of the last episode which was the 100th episode of gossip girl they kind of did a a fake reveal to us that oh georgina's gossip girl and then this episode they kind of revealed that no she's just been uh picking up the slack since gossip girl's been missing in action since the big uh blair uh chuck car accident so uh georgina is kind of uh much like i am these days a substitute teacher she's the substitute gossip girl (laughs) okay how did she get access to the website that we still don't know Um, (laughs) that's a good question great question usually louis laptops is the one that's able to just easily (laughs) (laughs) easily break into stuff but georgina must have gotten the keys somehow we we don't know will it be revealed to us ever who knows yeah okay do we care about lola um, not, She's not yet. New. This is the, yeah. I don't, I don't know much about her. Third. This is the second or third. She was in the last episode too, right? Yeah. Well, cause this was a kind of a continuation of the last episode. Yeah. So this is the third episode she's been in. Uh, she is uh, a little nugget for you. She is actually, uh, Serena's cousin that she doesn't know that though. No one knows it actually. Uh, because there has been another girl posing as her. Uh, pretending to be Serena's cousin, who is uh, okay. kind of missing action right now. The so show, yeah, this, yeah. this is unbeknownst to everyone. This is the real version of the fake cousin that they've been living with. From what for we've seen while. so far, though, I, I do I like her. She's fine. Seems like okay. interesting enough. My next question yeah. was going to be, what does it mean she's the real Charlie Rhodes? But I feel like you cleared that up. Yes, yes, she is the real Charlie Rhodes, not the fake Charlie Rhodes. There's a character called uh, Ivy Dickens who has been pretending to be uh, Charlotte Rhodes, a.k.a. Charlie Rhodes, uh, the long-lost cousin of Serena and niece of uh, Lily. So we're waiting for everyone okay. to find this out about her, essentially. It's, it seems like it's going to happen eventually, just waiting for He's been when keeping and... up the ruse for, for almost a season at this point. Almost it doesn't seem season. like Lola knows that someone's... Uh, no, Lola's been... in the dark. Yeah, she has no Lola idea. Lola doesn't know that anyone's been pretending to be her. Yeah. Okay, why is Lola pretending to be Lola then? Or like uh, well, that's just I, like her nickname. Right. Well, the Lola just goes by the real Charlie actually just goes by Lola just to cool, make things cool, 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 cool. either confusing or less confusing, I guess, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Excellent. This is great for the uh, listeners too, who I'm sure probably have no idea what's going on in the show that they're watching. <laughs> it might help. 
Um, why is Blair marrying the Prince of Monaco? And why did they use a real country? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they use a real country. Um, it would be funnier if they made up a place. I don't know. I, I guess it would have just made more sense. Like for some reason, it would have made more sense for them to have just made up a country. <laughs> to just create. A, I mean, honestly, if I yeah. wasn't doing this show, I would have thought it was made up place. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> she is marrying the Prince of Monaco because Prince Louis. You're joking, right? One... No, no, I'm not joking. You don't. You've need... never heard of Monaco. <laughs> never heard of Monaco. I would probably would never have if it wasn't for Gossip Girl. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not. You have the driest sense of humor I've ever. Thank I don't you. think he's. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think he's kidding. <laughs> I think what do you, I think what do you I mean you've never heard before. of Monaco? What? I, I mean, I, that's that's the way it is. Never, never heard of it. Never <laughs> that's would've. just the way. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you would the have casino, like the racetrack. Nothing, nothing. I don't frequent either of those places. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to frequent them to just like come into the. Okay, we're no. gonna let that one go. What other so, small countries have you not heard of? I couldn't tell you. I, don't, yeah. I haven't heard of. Tell us every country. Tell us every country that you don't know. <laughs> yeah, like we can go through the list of small countries. Like you, you, I don't you know. You need to test me. Okay. Let's not turn this into a geography podcast. Oh. <laughs> I don't think either one of us do that very well. Yeah. No, not at all. I um, should. Okay, next time I come here, I'm gonna like. I'm going to have a list of is this a real or a fake country? And that's a good game. I have found that. Yeah. Remind me that. People, Remind me of that. People in other countries are a lot better at geography than. Uh, us Americans. Yeah. I, Americans. I don't think I could fill in a, an American state map. Correctly. I didn't think so either, but then I tried and uh, I think I did it. Yeah, so I, would get I, close. I proved, my, I proved myself. There's some stuff wrong. in the middle there. Be I think when you when you see the map in front of you and you see like the options, you could do an easy like you know, matching yeah, yeah. type of thing. You know, well, if this is Kansas, <laughs> this has to be Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that you're in the same page. Well, as Panhandle, everyone knows what Oklahoma is. <laughs> well, that's yeah, Oklahoma yeah, yeah, yeah. the hat of Texas. Uh, but to answer your, <laughs> your original question, uh, the Prince of Monaco, otherwise known as Louis, who we hate in these parts, uh, was once upon a time in love with Blair, uh, and uh, also Blair was in love with the idea of being a princess. Uh, I mean, so that, so when you know when he proposed, obviously that was a thing. She was not with Chuck. Uh, still, still is not with Chuck due to you know many things getting in their way. At this point, why was she still getting married to Louis? Great question. Um, definitely a bad choice, as as we see from the fallout in this one, where uh, at the end of the last episode, Louis was like, "Oh, by the way, you you are my wife in name only. You will stay by my side, and uh, we will not love each other, but we will pretend to be happy." And she was like, "Oh, that sucks," and that's why she ran away, leading to the events of this this episode. But yeah, you know, a, ma- a match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but she said she said at the end of the episode, like, "Oh, I only have to do this for a year." So I just assumed, like, yeah. there was some sort of contract in place that, like, if I she's guess there for a year, he like they pay off her family debt or something like that. They I don't guess- murder her. Right, because no. Louis said uh, you're going to do this un- until I say so. I guess he's setting the bar at at a year. Maybe the the contract in which the uh, the dowry is mentioned. Yeah, maybe I think the dowry fee is waived after a year of marriage. Right, maybe it's sure. stated that she has okay. to stay for a year. Um, but yeah, we we will we will get into all of that. Uh, let let's get into the episode. Wait, I have one more question. Oh, so I'm no, so please. sorry. One more question. <laughs> How old are they right now? They're in their mid forties. Oh, you know. <laughs> See, and you're supposed to like, like, and how, how am I supposed to know if you don't know Monaco's a real country? <laughs> so, like that. So, um, if they were still going going to school, which they should be, they they would all be <laughs> in their be junior year. They would all be in their junior year of college. They are they are uh, roughly twenty Age to twenty one years, years old right maybe. now. 
He's an ecology. Oh but God, no one has gone to a no one's gone to a class in over a season. I, I believe Blair is too young to get married. Blair is Blair's enrolled in Columbia. Blair should be going. Blair should yeah. be going to class right now. Uh, Nate's still technically in Columbia. Dan's still in NYU. Uh, is that everyone? Serena dropped out of Columbia, didn't she? She went to Brown at some point. You've had this conversation so many times. Maybe if, and Vanessa is not going to school either, even though she's not on the show anymore. No, Vanessa's in. Uh, yeah, Vanessa's off the show. Vanessa's in whatever country she fled to. I couldn't tell you what country. <laughs> Let's tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brendan, it's your time to shine. The title of this episode is "The Backup Dan." Do you have any idea what this is? What this title is referencing? Okay. This, now this let me just scare you a little bit. You're oh, five. You're five for thirteen. You, like, you just want to get, get in my head that, right before I. <laughs> yeah. Slam if you want to get down. to that, that uh, you know, the, the mark that we always shoot for, of uh, of fifty percent, mm-hmm. you have to go. Uh, I believe seven for your next. 11 Oof. so not not too much wiggle room here not a lot i'm gonna i'm gonna oh, just get this out of the way the backup plan okay it's referencing the 2010 film the backup plan okay. brendan very good you are now six for 14 making your path to 500 a little bit easier but still a tougher to hit you yeah you know i was gonna say that it's nice when they don't reference a movie from the 50s but also i don't think it really matters because usually i don't know what movie they're referencing anyway <laughs> i still don't <laughs> you know backup plan sounds big... kind of familiar but i don't know a Jennifer Lopez movie, I believe. I, I don't yes. know if I've seen a J-Lo movie. I kind of want to see that one that came out a few years ago. It looks very stupid. Never saw Hustlers? Hustlers yeah, was yeah. great. Looks, looks fun. You know what? I actually <laughs> have seen that movie. Hustlers or The Backup Plan? The Hustlers. I actually went to go see it in theater. I'm not a big movie person. I saw it in um, theaters, too. I am a big movie but person. I did, person. But I did go see that. That's good. Did you like it? Did I like it? Yeah, I think I liked it. It was fine. Okay, good. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so... We open this episode with Madonna's Like a Virgin playing. We're still at the wedding. Uh, everyone's having a grand time. No one seems to realize the bride is missing, except, of course, for Serena, who is starting off by asking random old couples if they've seen her. Uh, no one has or seems to care that she's not there. Uh, she finds Rufus and Lily and asks if they've seen Blair. Lily hasn't seen her since the newlyweds last dance, and uh, Rufus is more concerned that uh, he's been showing off his moves on the dance floor and Serena ha- hasn't been around to see them. I wish we could have seen Lily and Rufus busting moves, because if it was anything like the moves at their house party a few weeks ago uh, they, they definitely brought shame upon the entire family yeah. rufus trying to hit the gritty <laughs> not looking great <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing himself so then uh serena's gonna move on to eleanor and she asks the same question she's been asking everyone like she said you know where the fuck is blair pretty much uh, what if this episode which is what it was seeming like at first what if it was just 40 consecutive minutes of serena <laughs> asking every guest at the wedding where blair is what <laughs> it's sh- one shot real time just <laughs> serena just asking everyone. <laughs> Just like a Taken-style episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would have been interesting. Blood. I would like that. <laughs> um, so, Eleanor just thinks they must be sharing a private moment. Um, but Eleanor's going to ask Serena, is Blair happy with Louis? And Serena's like, yeah, of course. You know, she's a princess now, so that'll soak in soon. And, and kind of a crazy question happy. after last episode of her, yeah. like, almost assuming that the opposite. And saying, Chuck, you need to fucking end this because I know my daughter's not happy. I guess she still yeah, seems like she's second-guessing it, though, in this moment. Although Blair still went through with it, so she had to be like, a, she, she just wants Serena to tell you that Blair's going to be happy. Yeah. That's tough. Well, so Serena's answer doesn't really convince me, so I, I don't think it probably convinced Eleanor either. Mm-hmm. Um, so good mom Eleanor wants her daughter to be happy, and she hopes that Blair knows that. Um, and then the longest first scene ever continues, as Serena has now uh, gone to find Louis, and she's very excited to see him, which is probably the first time anyone's ever been excited to see Louis, uh, including, <laughs> his, including his wife. <laughs> and 
She's like, oh, I was worried you left for your honeymoon already. Where's Blair? Uh, you know, surely Blair's husband will know exactly where she is. And Louis's like, ah, yes, she went to the powder room uh, to freshen up. And Serena goes to find her. And uh, Louis does not look happy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's doing cocaine right it, now. This really was a long entrance scene. It was, yes. it was a lot. Um, a lot of just watching Serena walk around. <laughs> Which is okay. I'm down for that, I guess. No, I find her boring if I'm going to be honest with everyone involved. Boring nice. is a good episode for Serena. Uh, <laughs> That's so- true. As long as it's not negative. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I just feel like she's never. She's always had the same tone of voice. Like no matter well, what's going on on oh, screen, yeah. it's like take. we are. <laughs> That's the actress's limitations, you, I think. You throw Blake Lively in, tell her to mumble. I've got to go, and you said, <laughs> "Yeah, what do, you, what do you think that I play Blake Lively uh, whenever we do Lonely Boys <laughs> Theater?" <laughs> have to go <laughs> I, and maybe i haven't seen that many blake lively movies but i just assumed she was a good actress i've only seen a simple favor um, and i liked it i think she simple was great Fav- i loved simple yeah. favor brendan that's so not true you've seen scissorhood of the traveling pants ah uh, yeah well that didn't count oh yeah i did different, see that. different nose same blake lively though <laughs> that's why it didn't count <laughs> she was fantastic i mean definitely is, uh, is that on the poster by I, the way been in a lot of movies since then Yes, they decided to advertise it in Simple Favor specifically. The only thing I remember about A Simple Favor is that it had, like, much like an episode of Gossip Girl, it had, like, six different twist endings at yeah. the end there, just boom, 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 right on top. You, you could tell it was, like, a much good like, mystery novel. Yeah. Um, so we're back to uh, current Gossip Girl Georgina. She's telling her boyfriend, Philip, that uh, Blair announcing her love to Chuck is the best thing to happen to Gossip Girl in years. Uh, but she's not quite happy yet because Blair is still marrying uh, the twerp, which... Made me confused because at this point she's like, "Oh no, I don't, I don't want her to marry him." And then later in the episode, she's like being Gossip Girl and telling Louis where to find Blair. So it looks like she's helping the marriage stay together. So what? Do, I don't understand what Georgina's ultimate goal here is. I, I'm not really sure either. I think she's just hoping for chaos to happen. In, that's that's in her anyway. So whatever <laughs> yeah. road that takes her down is fine. I, I think Philip. Could be a great character. I hope we get more out of Philip because he just looks like so confused <laughs> for the he past couple episodes. Uh, and I want—I wonder what their life was like before uh, she brought him back here because he looks so confused to a point where she must not be doing this all the time. And this is the first time he's seen her really scheme. He's just very bewildered. Yeah, do, I don't know if we know the origin story of Georgina. No. He kind of just showed up last season. Is he like, like the real father of that baby? Uh. I would imagine that uh, Georgina played the same trick on him that she yeah. played on Dan. Which is funny. That, it that, still, that's, it's still he's a doofus, that it worked on him, and he's yeah. the new doofus. New doofus. New doofus. San Georgina. Old Rufus, the, the new doofus. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to Serena. She still can't find Blair. She tells Chuck she checked every stall, uh, Blair's room three times. She even checked the roof. Uh, do you think Serena was just, like, entering bathrooms with reckless abandon and just kicking in the doors of stalls looking looking <laughs> yeah. for Blair? I think she's she gotta be in one of these. Like, you, know, you know, when you get your car done and they, like, slide under on the, like, on, like, the little board? I think she, she was, was doing, doing that? that under every she had a board under her? She, she had yeah. a board under her and she's just sliding <laughs> Hello? Don't, <laughs> don't be alarmed. Serena popping up while you're taking a huge shit. <laughs> I'm just looking for Blair. <laughs> um, so... Chuck asks why the roof, and I thought Serena was going to say, like, in case she jumps, but it turns out I she just so yeah. yeah. I feel it like one out- of the last episodes we watched was, like, <laughs> there was some sort of, like, underlying tones of personal death. Mm. Listen, 
recently Ivy was trying to jump. <laughs> that was the last time Georgina was here when she was yeah, trying yeah, to get Ivy to jump sense. out a window. That would make sense. Um, but uh, it turns out Serena's just seen The Hangover too many times, which I'm very intrigued in or intrigued that The Hangover is in Serena's movie taste because I can't really imagine her watching it. I, Chuck definitely hasn't seen it. He probably didn't even know what she was talking about. Um, I feel like if you were to guess which character's favorite movie is The Hangover, Nate would be the Nate, heavy favorite. Yeah, easily, yeah. But yeah. they're they're the same side, the two different sides of the same coin, I guess those two. I guess you think. I mean, it's not. She's obviously not watching like the pretentious movies with Blair and Dan. But no. you think she's watching The Hangover? Maybe. I, I think it, it took over the world at the time. The first one, you know, every, everyone it had was, seen you it. No, it was the movie? a shocking reference. I feel like in this it show. was, and I, I was like, wow, really, really dates the show. But The Hangover was released in two thousand nine, and this episode was in two thousand twelve. So they're making a dated reference, like even no matter even, what, <laughs> even even then. Yeah, I, yeah by oh, that wow. point, I guess the second one had been out. You would imagine. Yeah. Which not good. Not I only good. the first one's the only good one. I don't I even know if I saw the third one, honestly. Maybe the first one I thought would like age poorly, it and it, it does in certain ways, but <laughs> still makes me laugh. Well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's got plenty of funny jokes. Yeah. So, Serena can't figure out what's going on. Chuck gets a call from the Empire security though, and he's like, "Listen, our questions has been answered. Blair's at my place, and he can't even like hide his smile while he's saying it. Like he's so clearly happy that he thinks she's at her place." And uh, Sad. were you buying this? Because what a crazy move it would be for Blair to have Dan pick her up and then be like, "Drive me to Chuck's house." Be like, "Got you, Dan." Yeah, I, that would be like an end of episode resolution too. So I wasn't buying. I was looking at that runtime. I was like, "There's no right, way. Yeah, I was looking at the runtime. There's no way that two are getting together right now." I believe Haley, it. Is it I yeah, 100% was like, <laughs> hook, she sinker, she of course, that makes total sense. Yeah, as a, as a kind of new, as a novice here, are, are you invested in the, uh, in the Blair Chuck love story at all? Uh, yeah, I feel like I am. I feel like that was, um, a key plot line last time we chatted. Oh, and it has been every time. <laughs> um, I am invested, but I'm also just like, Chuck gives me the skeeves, so I don't yeah. actually want right. her to All newcomers, I, I get it. I get it. It's kind of like a uh, it's a love pentagon right now, kind of where you know Blair and Louie, obviously, but Blair and Chuck are the, the ones that are really in love, and then Dan has kind of just been creeping in the background, hoping to, uh, to get be an underdog and yeah, yeah to, to get the leftover yeah, scraps once everyone else kills each other. But then also <laughs> while Dan is Blair a, too, yeah, Dan's in love with Blair too, and now Serena's back in love with Dan. So it's kind of yeah. like the five of them. Are Dan's all trying to be like the twenty twenty two Phillies. Where he just waits for all the other teams to beat each other in the go playoff on. and go and go to the World <laughs> Series. This is now a baseball podcast. It's a baseball podcast. It's always been a baseball podcast. <laughs> it's always. Um, yeah, but so, no, I, I was also, you know, we, as we talk about runtime all the time, we talk about runtime all the time. Uh, I was looking at the season long runtime, and the only reason why we had a big episode when it wasn't the mid season finale or like the season finale was because it was like a, a big numerical episode. So now, episode, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, they're not gonna get. Blair and Chuck in the same room to resolve this in the, the middle of this back half of the season right now. So it just doesn't make sense. You think we're stringing this out until the end of the season? Of Ten course, more episodes? Of course. That should be exhausting. We'll, <laughs> it will we'll be. It's not yet. Like, um, I'm, I'm fine with it right now where we stand, but like the next 10 episodes yeah. I'm worried about. Uh, Nate's changed his ways. He's continuing to force character growth upon himself, and he's helping <laughs> Lola clean up the way. I think this happens every other season. <laughs> um, Lola tells him he must be pretty desperate to flirt with her by doing manual labor. Uh, I don't think I'd flirt with someone by doing manual labor. I think that's out of my range. I don't know who the person would have to be for yeah. for me. Well, for my thing. movie, you famously made up car trouble, so you didn't have to come help. So 
I did have car trouble. I, <laughs> hey, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get my car started. <laughs> and Firestone was, was working on your car. Was, was, there, was Serena under your car on the skateboard? <laughs> 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 Is Blair under here? I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> Is she in the engine hole? <laughs> I don't know how cars work. <laughs> neither, neither she wants Dan to be in her engine hole, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> he wow. will not oblige. That one got me. That one, that one got me. Should have, but it did. So uh, Nate turns the charm on. He playfully claims that he's not flirting. He just always wanted to load a catering van. And then Serena and Chuck enter, and Serena is confused to see Nate doing manual labor. Uh, Serena, on pace to be in every scene this episode, she's just all over the place. She really <laughs> she's is. fast. She's looking at she every room. Yes. She hasn't uh, checked the, the car garage Yeah. Yet. Uh, Chuck immediately knows what's going on. He's like pretty desperate, Nathaniel, although it looks like. He likes it, it though. Yeah, he's like, my <laughs> yeah. man. So, is this a, uh, a full of like seeing these people in places we've never seen them before? Seeing them in a parking garage, seeing Blair right. not in the designer clothing was jarring. Oh, that was fantastic. It was really great. Yeah, I, I loved it. And why? Yeah. Um, so they fill in Nate. Blair fled the wedding, went to the Empire. Uh, Arthur should be pulling around back so they can leave without anyone seeing them. But Lola tells them they're going to be waiting a while since there's photographers everywhere. Traffic's a mess out front. Uh, luckily, she gets to leave right onto a side street through this garage. So uh, she'll be able to get out. And I love that Chuck just goes, looks like we need your van. And Serena's like, or we could like ask nicely for a ride. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny like that, but I'm I'm glad that Serena said that because otherwise I wouldn't be surprised if all of them are just like, Okay, take us then, because they, they're just like the kind of privileged people that would expect people to right. do whatever they, <laughs> right. they just kick Lola to the yeah. <laughs> kick Lola into the front seat, drive us around, drive us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Serena tells Lola the magic phrase; it's for the bride, and then includes a whole bunch of other stuff. And Lola just cuts Serena off. She's like, "Wait, the princess is a runaway bride, and you guys are going to look for her." <laughs> so she is so in; she volunteers to drive. Uh, this obviously does not happen to Lola every day, even though she is unbeknownst to her, like part of this family. Like, um, uh, yeah, and- that's actually your cousin right there that's talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nate goes to get in as well, and Serena gives him some side eye, and he's like, what? I'm worried about Blair, too, which wouldn't even be that unbelievable if he was worried about Blair, but uh, his smile gives it away. I'm just coming for Lola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about Blair. <laughs> That's a direct line Care- in the show. <laughs> <laughs> she could be getting in another car crash for all I care. That's a weird Nate impression. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Nate the cable guy. You're done, Serena. <laughs> more of that one please <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when that became my Nate impression but... <laughs> I'm sure Mel got served is loving this uh, new Nate impression oh, I bet uh, Louis thanking the guests and he gets a call from mother who tells him to keep smiling and pretend that everything is fine uh, people want to say goodbye to the happy couple but the bride is nowhere to be found so Louis has to come clean and be like I was so angry I couldn't wait I, I, told, her, I told her everything we discussed uh, that after humiliating me uh, you're my wife in name only and so mother's pissed. She's like, this is why you weren't supposed to tell her until mm-hmm. afterwards, because now we don't know where she is. And um, so pretty much they also need to find Blair. All hands on deck to find Blair this episode. Uh, mother's going to tell the press that the happy couple snuck out. And uh, then she's going to press Eleanor if she knows where her daughter is. So a bad plan by Sophie, because obviously Eleanor does not know. Yeah, she's convinced he, she does, obviously. Yeah, Louis Laptop's again just fucking up Louis the whole plan. He's, he's so dumb. <laughs> Acting so rash. <laughs> And he doesn't fit in here. He's not a schemer like the rest of them. No. No, no. We've seen what happens to non schemers when they try to mess around with the non judgmental breakfast club. It doesn't end well. Doesn't it? I mean, they, they kind of get what they want anyway, but it's well, just. Well, luckily he had gossip for one. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Uh, the non speaking of the non-judgmental Breakfast Club, they've kind of reunited. Minus Blair plus Lola, they enter the Empire, mm -hmm. and uh, instead of Blair being there, it is Georgina, which is iconic. Uh, mm -hmm. I was wondering how she got into Chuck's hotel room, but uh, she tells us that it was by telling the dumbest member on Chuck's security team that she was Blair. Uh, so you got to figure someone's getting fired tonight. Chuck's not going to be happy yeah. about that. No, and Chuck likes firing in, in general. Yeah, I mean that was the old Chuck though. We don't know what the new Chuck likes. This is good Chuck. That's true. Haley, in case you're wondering, Chuck goes to therapy now, so he's good. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> He's good. Yeah. A, guy, a guy like that would never weaponize therapy. No. no, um, no. And everyone, I... everyone always commenting on how good Chuck is now. <laughs> That's all I talk about. This gagged me. I was so shocked that it was Georgina. Georgia? Georgina, yes. That's kind of like Georgina. what she does best. She's like a jump scare. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, I was totally like shows up places. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was me. I was. I was. And uh, yeah, so luckily Nate explains to Lola and also possibly to Haley that this is Regina Sparks, the worst person you'll ever meet. Um, I, you know, Lola must be having so much fun with she's this. I, I mean, the she's best time. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think she, this girl's acting. She's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for again unknowingly bonding with her cousin right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I would, I would love to be the new person that gets thrown into the craziness of a Gossip Girl episode. Yeah. That, that does sound very for you. fun. You have no, no real investment. You're just like watching the show essentially. Yeah. She's just the driver. And so Georgina's annoyed. They assume she's up to no good. Uh, and she says she just felt bad about the video. She's trying to make it right. Uh, so when I saw Blair hightail it out of the reception without her frog prints, I knew I had to help cross my heart and hope to die. Uh, and so she tells Serena she doesn't know where Blair was going, but she was the last person to have eyes on her. So they're going to need her help. Mm. So they are uh, dependent on Georgina here. Yeah, she loves that. Um, I also I want to say that the frog prints was sort of a slam at his looks, too. I, I, I could see him being like a little bit uh, reptilian. That Louis. Think he, you think he looks like a frog? Yeah, maybe like a combination of frog and like alligator. Interesting. Two green things. Can Two you green imagine things. His face? Like he's so bland to me. He's like, oh, yeah, he's got he's a scowl. Very... He's... Think of like well, an angry alligator <laughs> and a frog. <laughs> you just think of an angry alligator and a frog. It's not that hard. So, um, so we finally see where Blair is. <laughs> uh, she and Dan are still in the just married car and Blair is explaining her plan of going to the Dominican Republic to get a divorce without Louis' consent and she asks uh, Dan asks Blair was researching divorce law part of your wedding prep because that should have been your first <laughs> yeah, sign which point. is really good really good stuff joke of the episode there for me that was fantastic yeah. off the bat here when we get them in this car together though I'm immediately glad that it seems like he is just her ride and he's just helping her out it's not like I called you because I wanted to be with you you're worried that you get into this scene after what happened last episode, she's like, uh, I called the guy I wanted most. Not the case. Yes. No, no, no. Dan is merely here as a friend. Mm -hmm. It is annoying, so, though. Like, I, I know like, we'll get to where they end up, but it's so frustrating. Even just that they hint over and over and over again that they might not be just friends. Like Every time that they talk, they're like, just as friends, right? Yeah, right, just as friends. Right, yes. like, oh, oh, yeah, just okay. as friends, of course. Like, yeah. hey, then just leave it like <laughs> that. It's fine. It? You know, want to want to know how naive I am? Never occurred to me that they weren't just friends. Oh boy! I yeah. like saw no sexual tension here whatsoever. I just saw a guy that's, caring for his best girly. Exactly. That's because they work so much better as friends. Right. I can say I the love the scenes the themselves. Dan you're right. Like, they, that is absolutely true. And the only time that you like second guess is when Dan has these scenes where he just like kind of looks at her and the camera pans out. Yeah. yeah Brendan, like, you used to be on. a big dare shipper. I know, but they they wrote it away, and I, and then I was like, you know what? I came to terms with that, and now they're trying to write it back yeah. in. It's just not fitting. Right. I agree, and I like them a lot better as friends, and I hope they don't continue if down If they continued the on the path the first time, I would have been okay with it, but mm -hmm. they lost me. Now they're, they're, uh, they've friend-zoned each other. So 
Um, you know, there's the old Elizabeth Taylor fourth divorce loophole in Dominican Republic. So that's the route they're going to go. And uh, Dan says, uh, you know, is this all because of Chuck? And then goes back to saying, man, I just can't believe he sent that video into Gossip Girl. And like that line reading made me laugh more than the joke of the episode I just awarded. <laughs> like Dan is so sure now that it has to be Chuck that sent the video in. Yeah. And it feels like it's so obvious that it was Dan. I now we decided last episode too, right? We were both like, it was Dan, right? I think we both based on how he's saying, yeah. yeah, he's being so shifty. And by the end of the episode, when Serena and Chuck are both like, well, I didn't send in the video. You didn't send in the, the video. Who sent in the it video? It was weird. I, mean, like, I, I didn't think it was that big of a cliffhanger. I thought we kind of all agreed right. on this last episode. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like it, it has to be Dan at this yeah. point. Especially since every chance he gets, like, man, I can't believe Chuck would do that. Chuck's such a And I think that right there, they have that funny conversation at the end. We all agree that it's Chuck, right? Yeah. That's when they do pan to Dan, and he's just staring at Blair like with the Iu guys. Yeah. So... Um, Blair tells Dan that the second the video came out, Louis transformed into a different person. So uh, now she needs to get rid of him. And uh, it's not true. He was, I mean, a little bit true because he was more psychotic than usual. Right. But he, he always so. like hated her or something. <laughs> I don't know. Hear, hear me he, out. He, he, he was so happy. I'm marrying Blair. It's the best day of my life. <laughs> scary. Scary. I feel like he has a reason to be really mean to her after you the video see- comes out. You didn't see how mean he was last year. Okay, that's week. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you married me, and then you're also in love with some other dude. Like, I'm also going to yeah. be m- mean as hell to you. I feel like he shouldn't have. He just shouldn't have married her. Yeah, that's the he, funny I mean, thing. I mean, is like to keep her hostage is a funny way of uh, being mean to her. Yeah, instead of just not marrying her, he. He's yeah, I don't want people. Yeah, I don't want people to think I like support whatever it is he's doing. <laughs> the dowry. Haley's pro dowry. Yeah, the dowry is weird. I, I guess it makes sense the if there is such thing as a dowry. Also new to me. Do you think dowries are made up? They should be. I mean, everyone in the, in the world before, is like that still exists. Yeah, I will yeah. say that before I had watched this episode for my first time, I had no, I had no idea what a dowry was, the yeah. concept of a dowry, what what that was. Gaza World t- introduced me to the term dowry. Fair. Right. I read a lot of Regency romance. No. Okay. <laughs> dowries all over the place. So yes, there. but if they you're in the position of, of, of Louis, like I, I guess <laughs> I would do the same thing and hold her hostage. If like the year-long marriage is the rule to keep that money, then I guess you want to keep the money within your family. So do what you gotta do. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess good for Louis that he uh, he blurted it all out. But I guess good for him that he was able to keep it in until after they got married, at least, so he can hold this <laughs> over. Right. So they are legally married, and she can now do nothing about it. Um, Can't so, they get an annulment though? I, I don't know. I don't know what like, the dowry what are the rules of that in New York State? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, no. so look at uh, no, Stank are, is. Are uh, you not lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, there's a lawyer in the family. Like, Blair's literal stepdad is a lawyer. I, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't specialize in dowry law, but, I, you know, I'm sure you can yeah. take a look at and it. And I relatively recently got married in New York, and I should have looked into I guess it says a lot about my marriage that I didn't look into a What was the dowry situation in your marriage? I'm, yeah. If I'm. Honest with you, I'm Big not dowry. sure if I'm legally married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my officiant was like, I'll send this pe- paper in and you have also, to, you might have to send this one. In. But now I can't remember <laughs> if we actually had to send it in or if it was an optional paper. So I don't know. <laughs> so I, I guess this is my ignorance, but this seems, this episode seems to be implying that, um, except in the Dominican Republic, like both parties need to like agree to the divorce. So like if one person's like really unhappy in the marriage, the other person can just be like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't agree. I and then so. they just like, don't get divorced. Like, I mean, you hear those cases yeah, about like that someone dragging out yeah, of the divorce, but you could be like technically separated. But like Nicole's parents were not together for like 20 years before they actually got divorced on paper. 
because like one person just like hadn't done the paperwork. Why didn't one of them just go to the Dominican Republic? You know, I'll bring that up next time I see Lori. <laughs> 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 you could have sped up the process. I just learned about it in Gospel Girl. <laughs> Gospel Girl has taught us so much. <laughs> Did you do anything about a diary? Did we have one? <laughs> so, um, so cut to Dan and Blair heading into the airport. You know, Dan in a suit, Blair in a wedding dress, Gospel Girl back on the prowl. Shouldn't be too hard do for them to get away Do you know this was filmed in our airport for real? We, we have an airport. I, the thing <laughs> is, I, airport. Was, <laughs> I was actually uh, just in last weekend, both JFK and LaGuardia could not tell you which airport this was. I couldn't tell you either. Really. Either, them, well just, either one of them. Imagine you're in this airport <laughs> yeah. seeing this scene. What, what, a, what a, an iconic scene to see these two actors dressed like this in an airport. Like, very, very fun. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. They weren't there when I was there last weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you brought it up. Anyway, (laughs) Dan is at the uh, front desk uh, looking for an opening through a connecting flight. Um, And Blair just inconspicuously hanging out in the background in her wedding dress, uh, rightfully concerned that someone is going to recognize the princess in her wedding dress. Uh, But more importantly, during the scene, I noticed that like three monks just kind of walk behind her in the background and no one says anything. I think it's while she's saying too, she's like, people are going to think I look crazy or something like that. And then three monks walk behind her. Good visual gag. It's really funny. This whole scene to me was absolute perfection. Like everything that happened in the airport was like <laughs> money shot, money shot. Yeah, great, yeah. great, great. Hilarious joke. Because like I was also thinking like, yeah, obviously Blair, like people are going to recognize you. You're literally in a wedding dress. I, yeah, I no matter who you are, my head the that. wedding dress thing is the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, Dan that too. and then Dan said it. And I was like, thank you, Dan. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, people, people. Are st- people are staring because you're in a wedding dress. And uh, Blair's like, oh, it's about to be Bieber fever in here, which again, killing it with the years old references yeah, even yeah. in 2012. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what year is this episode supposed to be taking place? Hey, Bieber, fe- Bieber fever has not died yet. Bieber fever. Bieber fever. I think I'm coming down with Bieber fever. <laughs> no, yeah, even Dan looks a little crazy in his suit, let alone like the yeah. lady in the dress. Yeah, so Blair stops the first person with reasonably good taste she can find uh, and offers the lady her gorgeous one-of-a-kind Vera Wang for the least offensive thing in her suitcase. Um, Haley, if you were at the airport rushing to get to a flight and someone proposed this deal to you, would you accept? Yes. Yeah, one-of-a-kind Vera Wang yeah. for the least offensive thing in your suitcase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think that dress would fit me if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest with everyone. Yeah, so. But I would try and sell it. Um, yeah, I and, mean, I'd, I'd do the deal, too, just to say I did it. It'd be yeah. fun. And, and then when she was like, please tell me you've heard of Vera Wang. I'm like, come on, yeah. everyone's heard of Vera Wang. Like, you yeah. can go to Brendan David's bridal and get a Vera Wang dress. I hadn't like, heard of Vera Wang until this show either. Um, <laughs> and I also don't think I would do the deal, because that's such an inconvenience if you're about to get on the flight. What the fuck do you do You don't know dress? who Vera Wang is? The deal is not being made. Yeah, well, yeah, Blair wouldn't that's do the true. deal with you anyway. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so, then the girl in the airport realizes who uh, this is, and she starts freaking out, asking where the prince is. Uh, Blair and Dan tell her that she's not actually the princess. They're just decoys so the royals don't get mobbed by uh, tabloid-obsessed losers like herself. Um, then if that was the case, why would Blair be trying to, you know, change out of her wedding dress? Doesn't exactly make sense, but uh, I love that the girl just tells Blair, yeah, now that I get a better look, you're not nearly as pretty as Blair Waldorf, and he's terrible. He's like, get terrible. <laughs> this random actor, this girl, she was so good. I love her. And I that woman comes was out, perfection. I love her. I love her. She's so good. Um, Dan is uh, finding this pretty amusing, and uh, Blair's going to force him to give her his credit card so she can go shopping. And once she leaves, Dan gets a call from Serena, and uh, Serena, I don't know why Serena is, like, lying to Dan, but she's like, oh, yeah, I spilled wine on my dress. I, there's so much traffic. I can't get back. I'm so sorry. I didn't come back. And Dan's I like, oh, no worries. I don't even... 
I guess. He's like, oh, I didn't even realize you left. Which he is, he's killing it. Great, great, great response. She's Dan, so hurt by that. I, I mean, like, Dan has always been my number one, but especially this episode, <laughs> he was just, it was slam dunks. The quickest way <laughs> to your heart is to shit on Serena. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like the three-pointer contest at the All-Star game. He was just making them. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, imagine so, so hours ago, she told him that he, she loved him. And then he says to her, I didn't know you left the party. <laughs> oh, like, oh, so hurtful. And it, right, and it didn't even look like he he wasn't like trying to like be mean to her. No, he's no. just like, I, I didn't realize he he's was. Also, he's mostly so, just trying to cover up for himself right now in this moment. Right. And then so uh, Serena's like, yeah, uh, I have Blair's phone. Do you know where she is? And like Serena knows that Blair is missing. So Dan pulls the old Aunt Carol and tells Serena, oh, you just missed her. She left with Louie. Uh, you know, they went to their honeymoon. Uh, you know, they're probably not even going to come back. So you, you, she shouldn't even come back. We're, we're done here. And, like, Dan is so bad at lying, even though Georgina says he's gotten good. He is, he is not. He, he, he's he is like a million tells. Yeah. yeah. And so Serena even calls out that he sounds weird. And Dan's like, no, I don't. And so Serena asks if this is about what she said earlier, which I thought was insane. Because I was thinking that she called Dan to see if he was with Blair. And, like, as soon as he says that Blair left the wedding with Louis, she'd be like, ah, we got him in a lie. Like, this would tip her up. Like, Dan's with Blair. Uh-huh. I knew it. But no, instead she's making it about herself again. And yes. she thinks that, like, now is the best time to ask Dan if he has any response <laughs> to what she just said. Even the last time she was like, you don't have to answer. Take your time with it. Now she's calling him back and yeah. being like, you know where D- Blair is? Also, you love me back? What's going on? <laughs> it's just classic Serena. Like, she has an objective here and gets lost in the middle of it. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Dan needs to tell me he loves me. Or else I'm going to fucking kill him. Dan's like, yeah, I'm actually in the men's room right now. So uh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll call you back later. Brilliant. And Serena's like, no, 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 no. I checked all of those. I know you're not there. I slid under the stalls. (laughs) I know you're not there. Believe me, if you were in a bathroom, I'd know about it. (laughs) Pulls underneath. Hi, you love me? (laughs) I go, Jesus Christ. Do do you love me yet? Uh, Serena reports back to the crew, and instead of saying, uh, Dan's clearly lying and it's definitely with Blair right now, she somehow bought what Dan said, and it's like, well, you know, he said Blair left with Louise, so we're probably just overreacting. And Georgina immediately says, Dan's lying, he's gotten pretty good at it. So uh, Georgina is half right. Dan is lying, but he has not gotten good at it. Yeah, I mean, if you're able to detect that he's lying, how good has he really gotten? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Blair has her new outfit. I never thought I'd see the day that Blair Waldorf was wearing an I Heart and I, mean, I think shirt. this is the thumbnail of the episode, too, so I was very excited yeah. to see what got her in this situation it's good she's killing it yeah i love it i love anytime i see blair wearing something and i'm like it feels like you're watching a different show (laughs) (laughs) yeah it feels like uh leighton meester's other project single parents a great too soon canceled show uh too good yeah aaron killam adam brody was her current character uh brad garrett was in that that show Mm. adam brody great stuff save it for plugs we just we, we both just saw adam brody in the movie Oh, yes. A great role for him. Yeah. Um, so Dan got Blair a last-minute seat on the next flight, but uh, Blair is pissed that it's coach. And Lady asks Blair for her passport, and Blair decides to use a picture of her in the New York Post to prove her identity. But uh, the girl from earlier comes over and starts shouting that they're just a decoy, and she's like, and check out how bad the prince is. Dan's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you know what? Once is enough. Uh, yeah. I love her, and I love this recurring bit. I love uh, as if like the newspaper bit was going to work as a passport. <laughs> Yeah, like it is after two thousand and one. Like that is not <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was ever going to work. So, um, 
the new plan is Blair's going to get Dorota to bring over her passport. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Serena refuses to believe Georgina over Dan, which ordinarily I would agree with her. So I, I guess I can't be too mad at this logic, but Dan was so clearly lying that, like, I, I don't know. So, um... Georgina says if Serena's opinion actually mattered to her, she'd be insulted. And Chuck asks why Georgina hasn't crawled back into her hole. That's because Georgina wants to stay and brainstorm some ideas with her favorite crew. Uh, but Chuck calls security because, as he puts it, you overstayed your welcome when you showed up. Uh, some pretty good lines in this episode. I was uh, really, really enjoying... Yeah, uh, zinger back and forth. I think this was the funniest episode we've gotten in a while. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't like to tip my hand too much for the end, but I was really glad with how they followed up a good episode last week yeah okay you know yeah i think you've tipped it Uh-hoo. i see what you're holding, I see what you're holding there so <laughs> <look> my tip. <laughs> whoa uh so <laughs> uh phil texts georgina that Dor- dorota has entered the waldorfs uh, i guess he's on stakeout duty so this is when georgina hilariously changes her gameplay she's like oh no you caught me i have been lying i don't know what to say i'm bored my dvr is empty uh, plus you know i have a kid now his mommy and me group is way more fun to mess with than you guys so uh, she sprints out of the hotel I would have followed her if I were them. I, I think if Dan had some tells when he was lying, Georgina certainly had some some tells. She she wasn't yeah. even really trying. Yeah, I like I like the mommy and me uh, joke too. That's funny. It's very Georgina. Oh, I love to see her messing with the mommy and me group. Yeah, <laughs> give us a spinoff of that show. That's the spinoff we need. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, Serena apologizes to Chuck that Blair is not here, but Chuck said that he has to make peace with it because whoever released the video killed whatever chance he had with her. Uh, again, alluding to the fact that Chuck, not the one that sent in the video because he's still saying whoever did it. Yeah. And um, This is what I'm worried about though, Blair- with the show now from here to the end of the season and end of the series too is like Chuck and Blair taking turns going like, you know what? It's just not going to happen. I got to make peace with it. Like we've We've done that particular thing at least three peace- or four times. Yeah. It'll never happen. And um, then it almost happens. Right. For five so, episodes in a row. Blair gets a text from Louie, and Serena's like, oh, that's weird if they're together. And uh, then the text says, where the hell are you? Get back here this instant. So de- definitely uh, <laughs> definitely don't think they're together. No. So Princess Sophie uh, got invited back to the penthouse for a little after party. Uh, she's very grateful to be here with Lily and Eleanor because uh, all the men in their lives are such bores, as Rufus is standing right next to them. And he's like, oh, I'm still here. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's a fun guy. Lily, uh, Lily goes to change because her feet are sore from dancing to moves like Jagger. Yeah, we, uh, why and, couldn't we take the camera up there? Why couldn't we like yeah. get another shot? You want to see Lily uh, trying on some shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sophie has the bright idea. Uh, you know, she's still so bummed that Louis and Blair snuck out. So you know, why don't we? Uh, why don't we invite them over here before they leave for their honeymoon? And if I'm Eleanor, I would immediately be suspicious of whatever this is. Yeah, and what like, the hell time is it after this wedding? It's gonna be like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, what's? Why you want to go? Want them to come here now? And what does Sophie think is going to happen? Like, either Eleanor doesn't know where Blair is, or she does, and she's obviously not going to help. Yeah, and then that's kind of where the conversation lands later too. She's like, "Well, she reveals that she knows that the two of them are not together." And Eleanor's like, "I still right. don't know what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> yeah, yeah, when she's like, you expect me to believe this? Louis's downstairs and Blair's missing. And then I was like, wait, what? Where's Blair? Yeah, she plays a game for, okay. with her for like an hour. It's like, I'm sick of playing games. <laughs> like, I didn't know we were playing a game. Yeah, so they're going to open a bottle of wine. They convince Eleanor to stay. Rufus's uh, favorite wine. Yeah, Rufus's favorite for special occasions. Franzia. Um, and uh, Rufus, yeah, yep, that's what it is. And so uh, <laughs> he, he, you think Rufus was going to pull out some boxed wine? <laughs> Hell yeah. I think he did. <laughs> so, 
Anne calls Rufus and tells him not to freak out or tell anyone, but he's at the airport with Blair and she's going to the Dominican Republic to get a divorce. <laughs> Why would he unload all of that on Rufus without like asking him what he's doing at the moment or like what's going on? Like he just out of nowhere just says it. And Anne asks Rufus to trust him. Uh, Blair made a terrible mistake, needs to flee the country. And so for whatever reason, he tests Rufus with making sure that Louis and his family don't find out she's trying to flee the city, which I feel like would have been way easier if, if he didn't, didn't say tell Rufus, Rufus all of this. Yeah. yeah, Rufus isn't the problem it, in the end, obviously, but he. he right. like, but Blair calls him out and she's like, that blabbermouth is going to tell them immediately. I mean, the easiest way for no one to know that Blair is fleeing the city, the city is for Dan not to tell anyone in, that internal. Blair is fleeing the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people that know so, are less likely I, I, for people to know. Right. So, um, Dan tells Rufus to keep it going with Sophie and Eleanor as long as possible, but Rufus has concerns. He doesn't think Blair should be dragging Dan into this. Uh, come on. Bad look, Was Rufus. this like, just to give Rufus trust... some lines for the episode, or what? <laughs> Maybe. If you can't trust your best friend Dan with this, then who, then who can you? There's, no, there's, Blair, there's so. not even like a moral that comes out of it. All I could think of is like there's that conversation with him and Eleanor, or maybe him and Lily, and she's like, well, it's nice that your boy trusts you. And like, oh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> Keep going back to Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, uh, to Rufus's credit, he trusts Dan, so he's going to do what he can to help. Uh, this I could have been a bad Rufus moment for him and been like, mm, yeah, I tell them all right now. Ooh, bad dad. Uh, I mean, he eventually does tell them, but it doesn't really matter at that because... point. I think he knows at that point it's not a big deal anymore, right? Um, Blair comes back with Dan's phone, uh, says it's about to die. And uh, then she's pissed when Dan mentions that he just told Rufus the plan, and rightfully so. Uh, even though Dan like compares this to her telling Dorota, which is completely different, because as she points out, she pays Dorota to stay loyal. And Dorota's and, coming uh, to Rufus help and like give her, bring her like the passport or do do things that are going to help move along right. her plan. Right. There, there's a there's a method to the madness of telling Dorota here. Yeah. Uh, but Rufus always does the right thing, so he's going to squeal. Uh, she says he's going to tell Lily right away, and then everyone will know because Lily refuses to get Botox, so her face is an emoticon. Uh, <laughs> is that like what you that. love about Lily that her that her face is like an emoticon? <laughs> <laughs> now it's it's hard because there, are there such things as emojis at this point? And she, she's I would imagine like the keyboard not, emoticons. Why, at this still, yeah, they're still saying emoticons. It's rude. We're on a pre, a that pre ages the show more than the Hangover reference. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the fact that we're in a pre-emoji show. That's that's. Yeah. Uh, I think we. I did see like maybe a shot of an iPhone today, like an early early iPhone, maybe like a. Yes. Yes. Four, there was like maybe. the original iPhone or whatever. Yeah. So. And assures Blair that Louie won't find out, uh, but Blair is still freaking out because, uh, you know, these people don't mess around. Uh, Dan guarantees that Rufus and Dorota won't tell a soul. Um, I am way more confident in Blair's number one Dorota than I am in Dan's number one Rufus, but, uh, you know, doesn't end up mattering anyway because Gossip Girl's just going to spoil the whole thing. So, because um, Regina got the hot tip and shows up at Blair's house. Um, again, what kind of hold does Regina have on these security guards? H how did she get into Blair's building now? Well, we we saw what her methodology usually is. She has that little number that she likes to wear. <laughs> yes, yes, and that really frazzles all the security guards. <laughs> which is, I mean, it's been two episodes in a row now that she's just getting past security without a care in the world everywhere she goes. That's Georgina. She's like a ghost. She just goes through walls. Yeah, you just have to so, take that for granted with her. And, uh, you know, I know we love Georgina and Dorota, so I don't think anyone is prepared for this Georgina-Dorota standoff that happens mm. when uh, Georgina calls out Dorota, asks her where she's going, uh, not buying that Dorota's going to take a little trip of her own. I, I didn't know what to do. I, I You just got to sit there and watch. Is that what you did? Uh, Yeah. You didn't, just... you didn't get up and leave? <laughs> I can't do it! I'm just pacing back and forth. <laughs> um, 
back to the old person after party. Uh, Sophie's still hassling Eleanor to get in touch with Blair, but Eleanor's not really too concerned about this, so now Sophie drops the act and is like, you really expect me to believe that Blair and Louie are honeymooning. Louie's in a limo downstairs and Blair is nowhere to be found. Enough with the niceties. Tell me where she is. Now Eleanor's like, wait, what? Where's my Where's my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're not telling me this news. What? And so Sophie is like, well, if you don't get her to return, then she will be required to fulfill the dowry that we generously waived. And as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, God, not the dowry. I remember this from my from my first watch of this show. Yeah. Um, and Eleanor puts her finger in Sophie's face. And she's like, first of all, I thought Blair was with Louis. And secondly, as for the dowry, it was waived because it's antiquated and outrageous. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first watched this episode, I had no idea what the hell a dowry was, as I was saying. Um, I, Haley, you had experience with dowries. You read a lot of these these novels. How do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about dowries? Brendan, do you do you have any... Do you After watching this, do you know what a dowry is? It just seems like a big royalty fee for being a part of the royal family or something i don't know it's it's just like a a payment the bride's family makes to the groom's payment basically to like take her off their hands <laughs> or like to help in the care of this woman yeah um, so it's like a family trans- used to like a- yeah it used to like pay the groom a lot of money when, when yeah, the daughter like, got married please like, take her my god yeah. so take this crazy. baby making machine off of our hands yeah <laughs> Um, so uh, Eleanor uh, thinks they won't be paying the dowry but according to Sophie it's all in the prenup if Blair defaults on the marriage then the dowry can be reinstated um, I, I guess like anything in the prenup you want is like hey if we don't last for a year you have to pay me a billion dollars <laughs> if it's a Why, did, did you get a prenup? no I was planning about that to one of Nicole's relatives too um, how I should have to defend all my money um, oh, yes. and he all, agreed with me all of our, our lonely boy's fortune yeah, he, I, he's like, it's your money, drunkenly, like, it's your money, you should have put it in the prenup. Yeah, no, I'm, like, hoping that if Ethan divorces me, like, I'll get a cut of that. Like, no prenups <laughs> for us, things. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I guess I'll ask uh, this question for the second week in a row. Why do they all care about Blair staying in this marriage so badly? This is all because they don't want Louis to be humiliated? Yeah, because yeah, they're. it seems like the royal family wants her to stay only because it looks good for the press but the whole last season was about how they didn't want Blair because it would look bad for the press no one likes Blair no one wanted her in this family to begin with now that she doesn't want to be in the family they're like no you have to be in the family for a year otherwise it'll look humiliating to Louis if, her, if uh, his only, wife leaves yeah. her I guess I could, I could think that maybe since they're this far along they don't want Louis to have to like start over and that they, they like having Louis at this age have someone on his arm in the public eye but now if they break up he's like well we gotta set you up with somebody else but they could do that really quickly if they wanted to. They they would give him just whoever they wanted to give him. Yeah, I, I guess like this really means a lot to Louis not being humiliated by his wife leaving him on the night of his wedding. Um, so Rufus comes back in the room as Sophie is threatening Eleanor. Lily also comes back after she just missed like literally all the excitement as she was changing shoes, and she's like, "So what did I miss?" And, <laughs> it's um, so cute. Uh, I thought Rufus was going to squeal here, but instead he distracts everyone by ordering some of the uh, catered flowers to the room to keep everyone busy. And uh, while we wait, who wants more wine? Um, Unfortunately, Sophie is not in the mood anymore, so she uh, storms out. And she tells Eleanor that if she won't tell her where Blair is, I have other ways of finding out. And Lily looks at Eleanor like, what the fuck was that all about? Uh, Mouth agape like an emoticon with no Botox. (laughs) Blair had her pegged. (laughs) You got to cut that no Botox shit. You, you wanted you to have Botox? No, you just can't. Don't make fun of her wrinkles. I thought Sophie was going to do something crazy here. Like, I thought Sophie was going to like whip out a gun or something. She was like, I have other ways. <laughs> that's she's like, the, if you're not going to tell me. Yeah, that's the Louis family. She just left. That's the laptops for you. <laughs> they'll, they'll do that shit. 
<laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Laptop. <laughs> so Nate brings over some martinis for him and Lola. And uh, Lola's boss needs something, but, you know, Lola's advocating for herself. She tells her boss to find someone else because she's off the clock. And uh, Nate's glad they're done because he's so exhausted from all the work he had to do. A uh, classic joke about not having to actually do any work a day in his life. <laughs> I mean, he knows where he stands and he's just got to lean into it. Wouldn't it be funny if uh, if Nate found out that uh, that his grandfather got him this this job helping Lola cater cater and he was somehow behind this too? <laughs> that would be very good. Well, I, thought, I thought maybe you'd I thought maybe you'd want to be a cater a cater waiter. So I, I planted Lola. I don't know. <laughs> Lola seems to be warming up to Nate now. Uh, she wants a nice cold beer if that's not too blue collar for him. And so Nate goes to get the beer, and Lola gets a call. Uh, answers a call from her mom, who we know uh, is the great Aunt Carol. And she tells her that she's at the library studying for a marketing exam, and uh, also the snow is not that bad. And Nate has returned and is listening in on all of this. And Lola's going to claim it was her boss again, I guess not realizing that Nate just heard the entire exchange. And that she was shouting? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody he didn't go room. that far. Hey, and she was, at, she was having, hey, Mom, no. No, I'm at, at the, the library. library. <laughs> it's not snowing that badly. <laughs> no, uh, no, thank you, Nate. The librarians bring a me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nate's like, again, he says later, he's like, I guess I should have like brought this up to you. Which, And I was like, why didn't he? He's just like, like so hey, what was that about? Lola, Lola's lying to him, uh, and so he's like, oh, yeah, I am. Actually, I'm kind of exhausted. I'm going to cut our hey, night short. I, he's a scarred just man, be like, the poor guy. Just be like, hey, you know how you just told me you were talking to your boss? Yeah, I kind of heard you shouting to your mom that <laughs> you were in a library, so what's that about? But mm, instead, Lola's going to have to save face and uh, take the job after all, and Nate goes to put the beer back. I, I was just like, what the fuck was that? It was it was really weird the way he handled it, like, like you're saying, but also just like the, I guess I'll put this back. Was like weird that yeah. it, it was. It was very strange. I guess I'll, I guess I'll put this beer. I back. think he should have instead just opened it and chugged it while staring at her. <laughs> that blue collar enough for you? Get her done, Lola. <laughs> who's who's live more blue collar than Nate the Cable Guy? As he slams the bottle against his head, <laughs> Matt Reddington style. <laughs> never seen him smash a bottle of course oh, yeah, the cans, yeah, that's the cans. Yeah. <laughs> um, we go to the airport uh, Dan and Blair are waiting for Blair's plane and Blair has adorably fallen asleep on Dan's shoulder in her little hoodie and I love NY shirt very reminiscent of the season 4 mid-season finale when they fell asleep in Dan's yeah, loft yeah. watching movies I he loved lo- it he loves that um, shit I, you could just tell the way he's looking at building a little pants tent from uh, getting <laughs> her on his shoulder it's oh of course look. And then uh, Louis on TV making a statement, and I love that Dan wakes up, and then him like jolting forward makes Blair like wake up, and she just like comically like overly exaggerated like wakes up. is like, "Where are we?" Mm-hmm. And it's like Leighton Mesa really didn't have to put that much into it, but I'm glad that she did. Yeah, it's great. Um, Louis Louis in, in this scene is like looking more and more like the Joker every time we see him. He's he's starting to really scare me. <laughs> I think he's gonna try and blow up the city <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> You recently predicted that Max would commit the first murder. Now you're saying that Louis is <laughs> gonna blow up a city. <laughs> yes, he's going down, baby. We find out that uh, Blair has been reported as a missing person. Uh, Blair thinks Rufus ratted her out, and I am all for blaming Rufus, but it really doesn't take yeah. that much to realize that someone is missing. I think it's so funny how that they think each other is gonna be the reason why they get found out. But we go back to the beginning of this episode where they walk into the airport and. Wedding outfits. <laughs> no, it's like I. They're gonna like, be seen. Louis, how did you, 
how did Louis know I, I'm missing? Like, who told him? It's like, well, I think the fact that you're not. Oh, she, she's harping like, on the fact that he knows that she's missing in general, not even that like, <laughs> yes. he found her. Who told him I'm missing? Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that you're missing, that's what told him. You're not there. You left. He can't find you. You're, you're not missing. going to the honeymoon no right now. <laughs> I wouldn't have to tell him. <laughs> Ufus, where's Blair? Uh, she's not missing, if that's what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Louis calls for help. He says, Blair is a wonderful woman, but after a recent personal tragedy and the stress of the wedding, she's not been herself. So Louis is going to make it look like Blair is not well. And then people start taking pictures of Blair in the airport. Uh, Louis tells everyone to contact the authorities if they see her. And Blair realized that uh, they went to the press so that they could spin it to make it look like she's crazy. And she can't Smart. go to the press herself because uh, then they still win because they'll find her and find a way to stop yeah. her. Um, so the new plan, they are going to leave immediately, regroup with Dorota, and then fly out tomorrow. When you said that Louis is asking for help, I just had an image in my head of when he gets on TV, he just goes, help, help, <laughs> back and forth. That's all he says in the press conference, screams it over and over again. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> it might be effective, too. Can't find Blair. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling through the whole thing. <laughs> This he's is got, the worst got day a, of my life. He's got a, de a detonator in his hand. <laughs> so, uh, Chuck and Serena arrive to Blair's room. Um, I'm enjoying the Chuck Serena mess around this episode. We haven't gotten a Chuck and Serena team up in a while. Yeah, Serena's ruining it a little bit, but <laughs> they're there together. <laughs> you, need Chuck, you need Chuck to balance her out. Yeah, and so, she like she um, really like by the end of the episode has a full classic Serena episode. <laughs> She always does. She always finds That's a way. Been the theme with this whole like second half of the season, it always seems like Serena is having a good episode and then just like, sabotages oh, herself. There she is. There's our girl. Ah, there's the Serena. Serena <laughs> so, uh, ironically says at least they know that uh, Blair hasn't fled the country, which is her exact plan. And then they realize that uh, someone is trying to like break out of the closet and they open the closet <laughs> to find Dorota trying on shoes. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been so bored. Uh, thankfully, she says Georgina is a mother. And Georgina is mother. That is correct. She's right about that. Uh, so she left Dorota with snacks. which is, She has like a bottle in her hand. <laughs> Georgina left Dorota with a bottle. <laughs> mother does. <laughs> so... Um, they find out that Georgina did this to Dorota so uh, she could go find Miss Blair, but Dorota told her the wrong place, which is a little slip up because now they know that Dorota knows where she is, and uh, Dorota sings like a bird. She, uh, ironically, Rufus hasn't said anything, and Dorota's the one telling them. Um, she was she's at the airport, but now she's at a hotel. Mm. Uh, they need to bring her the passport. Uh, something about Elizabeth Taylor. Love that Serena hears Elizabeth Taylor and immediately knows that Blair wants a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> and they're just like, boy, I hope so. Uh, Louis keeps calling and calling and and telling Dorota that he wants to get Blair the help she needs, which in romance novel means locking her forever in a tall tower. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well, that exactly doesn't right. happen. Um, yeah, so, I think it's, it's official that Rufus is better than Dorota. Whoa! <laughs> she blew it. Boo! Dorota <laughs> um, needs to get Blair her passport, but Chuck swipes it and says they'll take it from here. Uh, you could say Dorota messes up here, but I I trust Chuck no, with this way more than Dorota anyway. No, yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Ah, Chuck and Serena leave. Uh, Georgina knew this would happen, so she's ready to follow in her car. Uh, Louis and uh, and his mother are in a car of their own. Oh, as soon as we get and... into cars, like, uh oh, here comes three crashes. <laughs> here comes all the car crashes again. Um, <laughs> so 
<laughs> this is when Sophie's like, either Eleanor knows absolutely nothing or she's a talented liar. I guess it could be either. But e- either way, uh, Sophie has made it quite clear that she that they will pay if Blair is not found. And then Louis gets a text from Gossip Girl, which uh, which is Georgina. Uh, and I, exa- this is when, when I'm like, I thought they wanted she wanted them to break up. Now she's trying to get them back together. And it is just to go back, like, she truly just loves chaos. Yeah, she doesn't care either way about the outcome. She just wants it to be hard for everyone. Like, thank God she's here. Yeah, yeah. Good thing. I, I, don't, I don't want her here for much, much longer because she's not, she's more of a plot device than a character for me. Um, so get in, get out. That's all we need. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's it. Go, go and then crawl back in your hole. Ellie, this was your first Georgina experience. Were you, were you enjoying the Georgina experience? Loved her. I, she just, okay. she brought the, the fire to the episode that I really think it needed. Absolutely. So, Anne and Blair are in the hotel room now. Uh, Blair is in her paranoid era and thinks the hotel clerk was staring at her. I mean, I mean, she has every right to be paranoid. Um, she's yeah. probably the most newsworthy person in the world right now. And so she's a, a princess who is a runaway bride. And so uh, in the middle of New York. And Dan uh, thinks she, he might have just been staring because Blair was lecturing him about the lack of spa amenities, which, uh, you know, Blair still has to be Blair even when she's on the lamb. She's still going to yeah. yell at people. So paranoid about spa Blair amenities. is very funny. It, w- it yes, all always. made me laugh. This whole episode was very funny. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. It was a funny episode. And so um, Blair can't believe that in just a few short hours, she went from a beautiful princess to flying coach and being in an airport bathroom with Dan Humphrey, which that that is tough. And like <laughs> uh, Blair asks what, Dan, what she's done to deserve this. And Dan, who has been a very good friend up until now, uh, does have to make it about himself. now. And I, I get it because it is tough if you're Dan and you've been yeah. and you've been selflessly helping Blair, uh, taking your time, giving her your credit card, doing everything you can. And then Blair just says... Man, I can't believe I can't believe I went from being a princess to being with fucking Dan Humphrey. Like that is tough to hear. Yeah, because uh, when she says, she says that line, she mentions all the things that are sucking right now. She doesn't have to tack on his name at the very end. She does. She really doesn't. She does not. But, have to. but I mean, also, like, I, I was confused a little bit at first about why Dan was so mad because I'm just used to him taking this abuse. So I, I would think he would right, be also. Yeah. But I guess uh, he had had enough. It was only a matter of time before he snapped and started saying, you know, I deserve something out of this. How about what I've done? Like, be there for you completely and without question, and you still treat me like crap. Would it kill you to just be the tiniest bit appreciative? Um, you know, Blair's going through it right now. Do, you know, do, to be fair, Dorota never would have acted like this. Blair can shit on Dorota all she wants, and Dorota is just going to take it. No Dan's not what. getting paid, though, to be fair. Dan is not getting that is, Dan is paying with his crew. With his <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Haley, yeah. uh, you, you seem pretty, uh, pretty team dan are, are you uh are you on dan's side in this little argument here yeah absolutely like i i feel like i'm always on dan's side he always seems like the most reasonable person in every every, every room yeah i get and i, mean, I remember i have seen three episodes of this know, a, lot, a lot of guests i would disagree with you but i i'm with yeah you right yeah now. guests usually hate dan but i uh i he definitely is a lot of times the most reasonable one. I don't need someone to be reasonable to side with them. I am still going to be yeah. Team Blair. It's her wedding day, and she has to spend it with Dan Humphrey. So, uh, this is kind you of know, what you get with Blair, too. You should know by now. If, if you love her as much as you say you do, then you should understand this is what you get. If you This is the Blair we know and love. And, uh, you know, Blair opens the bathroom door. She's like, I'm not having fun either. Like, this is supposed to be the best day of my life, and now it's a big mess, and you don't need to be yelling at me on top of it. And... Uh, this, then Dan does start yelling. He's like, you're the one yelling, and now I am. And so... And even the scene Blair, that could easily have been, like, kind of soapy was a little silly at the same time, too, which is fine by me. Sometimes I don't like the, like, melodramaticness. Silly. Well, then Blair's like, I hope someone yells at you on your big day, and then Dan's like, you did when my book came out. And like, oh, your book was big kind day. of a... Okay. You shit-talking all... Yeah, big day. You and really like you it. shit-talking all of your friends, and also yeah. you, you made up that part where you, you had sex with Blair, and that's what Blair calls it. And he's like, yeah, I read the part that didn't happen. And what? So... 
Okay, wait, 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 wait. What? Blair um, is a recently published uh, New York Times bestselling author, author, number nine on the bestsellers list, uh, and he wrote a book that he never intended to publish, but before Vanessa left, her last grand gesture was to steal Dan's novel and uh, <laughs> give it to the publishers, and so it was published without Dan wanting to, first anonymous, but then uh, his you know publisher kind of tricked him into admitting that it was him, and so then, uh, and it's based on all of his friends. So like uh, the Serena character is named Sabrina, the Blair character is named uh, Claire, uh, the the Chuck Bass character is of course named Charlie Trout, uh, the protagonist instead of Dan Humphrey is Dylan Hunter. So they, they knew that Aww. it was all these characters were based on them, and it's almost so a storybook e. of what we had seen to that point. Yes, and everyone got mad at him, except, of course, for the one small <laughs> small detail that, that Dan ends at the end when him and Blair have sex, which did not happen in, in the show that we've been watching. <laughs> and Blair's like, what the fuck is that about, Dan? Dan? <laughs> so, I think the last sentence of the book is like, and then I fucked Blair. And then the I, fucked, I mean Claire. No, you know what, Blair? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so that happened in the first half of this season. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been, an, it's been an interesting time. So Bla- Dan had kind of been outcast among his friends and family. He's just now made it back into the uh, the fold where everyone has forgiven him. Dan's uh, Nate's big gripe with him was that uh, Nate was so irrelevant that he combined Nate's character with uh, Serena's brother. And so Nate's been very pissed that he was only half a character in the in the, in the novel. Um, and it, Nate like just forgave him recently, about, yeah. about it. Yeah, That's it's really the maddest funny. Nate's ever been about anything. So. That's really so, good. so um. <laughs> So yeah, that's when I was like coming back around on this fight. Like like you said, Ren, it was kind of funny, and like even best friends have to fight sometimes. So it's like yeah. it, they didn't cross any lines that couldn't be uncrossed. And like even by the end of the episode, they're gonna be hugging it out at the end. So Dan just wants I, I was enjoying and this. Blair fight. also has her points too. That's it. Right, exactly. So uh, Dan, you know, calms down. He's like, all I ever did was try to be your friend, but friends don't treat each other this way. Uh, and so he's gonna leave. But before he leaves, uh, there's an aggressive knock at the door, and Blair's like, "That is not a Dorota knock. She's a stickler for uh, shaving a haircut." Which I could see Dorota too. I think we've already discussed who is the most likely to do shaving a haircut, and decided it was Rufus. Back, back <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. <laughs> on this very pod, um, and so someone is at the door, but first. Lily, Eleanor, and Rufus again. Eleanor is uh, just upset that Blair didn't feel like she could turn to her if she was having second thoughts. Um, and you can see, again, Rufus very much struggling with this. And that is why Dan should have never told Rufus. Because if Rufus is in the dark right now, he would never have to make this very difficult decision. And then he finally comes forward and says that Blair is fine and with Dan. He called earlier. And he apologizes for not saying anything, but he promised Dan he wouldn't say anything. And then Eleanor yells at him and uh, is like, you know, tell me where she is because I need to speak with her immediately. Yeah, uh, I, I guess it's just to give, like I said, like to give Rufus like a couple scenes here. Um, this does all end up being pointless. It does. It is uh, completely, and it, it sucks that again we have another episode where Lily's stuck with Rufus because she's paranoid. You gotta he find something more for time Lily than to she do. Does. I mean, yeah, she doesn't do anything besides change her shoes in this episode. Ironically, ever since that Lily has been off of house arrest, she is in a less of a character. Yeah, yeah, she's had more to do when she, she was stuck with the ankle when bracelet. Her... Yeah, so. Dan answers the door, and it's our old buddies, Chuck and Serena. They have reunited with Blair and Dan. Uh, I really wish Nate was here, too, so it could be the whole crew, but uh, it's just, you know, it's just the four of them. Uh, everyone's confused to see each other. Blair comes outside, asks if they told Louie, and Serena, for some reason, is like, are you seriously doing this? Are you really getting divorced? Um, and then Blair's like, yeah, Louie uh, is holding me hostage, so I kind of want to divorce that, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. And Chuck is still confused as to why she's here with Humphrey, and Dan's like, uh, I'm just leaving. Um, and, and Serena's like, oh, you knew where Blair was, and you, you lied to me? Uh, and then Dan's like, yeah, Blair told me I couldn't tell anyone. And Blair's like, well, I didn't know you talked to her, which I think that one's on Blair. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you, 
Let's yeah. be clear that Serena is an exception. Obviously, Dan might talk to her, and Dan's like, you do realize she falls under anyone. And then Serena's like, I'm not anyone. I'm her best friend. Oh, like, oh he's just supposed up. to make that executive decision. <laughs> Listen, Serena, if you were her best friend, she'd be calling you with this. Yeah, you would have been the one in the fucking getaway car. <laughs> I'll think it starts in a getaway car. <laughs> Famously. It was the best of times, and it was worth the worst of crimes. <laughs> so Dan gets frustrated. He's like, how am I the bad guy here? And it is He's funny, like, I really do need when to get, they get the fuck out of this room right now. <laughs> when they get together, they are, are always able to make it Dan's fault as like the outsider. And so, um, and he, I mean, he is... Like, he did fuck up telling Rufus, but he's not the bad guy because of any of this. He just shouldn't have told Rufus, who d- also does fall under anyone. Um, and at this point, I would be pissed if I was Dan, too, because uh, he he's like, Blair literally dragged me into this. She called me, said, I need to leave, like, pick me up. And then Blair's spinning it like, nah, I just got in the car and you happen to be the one driving. Like, no, that's, no, no <laughs> you're rewriting no. history right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like, a very okay, dramatic well, scene when you called Dan. <laughs> Yeah. Now, now that your real friends are here, I guess I'll just leave. Uh, but then he, when he opens the door, Georgina's there, and she's like, no, I want a group photo. And she snaps <laughs> a picture of them, which is incredible. And Serena gets so startled, she drops her bag. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't realize that she was well, more importantly, Well, more importantly is what's in her bag that she drops. Oh. It's, Georgina's, it's Georgina's camera. It's so Georgina's I, I guess, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> supposedly solves the mystery of who sent in the video to Gossip Girl and ruined Blair's marriage. And uh, Georgina says, my work here is done and documented and snaps one more pick on her way out. And as Blair and Chuck glare at Serena, which I guess I had, because I was like, I, I guess I've forgotten what happened at this point, even though this is my you know fourth time watching the show, uh, because I was so convinced that it was Dan. So when this happened, I was like, oh, definitely didn't see that it was Serena that because at this point I was like buying it because why would the, fo- the I, camera be? I think I was Serena's so bag? sold on it being Dan last time I didn't even register this camera drop thing. I just like I don't even remember this really happening. They mention it in the next scene. It's probably because it's part of their argument. I, I I tuned it out. It also didn't click for me the camera dropping thing, and that might be because I haven't been watching this series yeah. and haven't <laughs> been podcasting about it for the last three years. Might be. Um, but and then you have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I was not convinced by Serena because she delivered it so blandly. Mm-hmm. Like, he did. Oh she yeah, did. I thought I that was just Serena in. though. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought just I was doing Serena right being thing. Serena. So I would. They they convinced me. I was like, oh, I don't remember Serena being the one behind this, but all right, um, I guess we'll go with it. Um, back to Rufus. He apologizes to Lily. Lily's like, oh no, it's fine. Eleanor is just upset that Blair doesn't trust her as much as Dan trusts you. Um, to be fair though, Blair had like way more to lose than Dan, and also didn't want Dan telling Rufus either. But yeah, Rufus is like, yeah, scenarios. yeah, exactly. Rufus like, well, Dan might not trust me anymore. And that, after Eleanor shows up to drag Blair home, but Lily says it was the right thing to do. And this is when the catering company shows up with the flowers. Of course, this was the uh, this was the other job that Lola was going to take, and Lily recognized her immediately as Charlotte Rhodes, and that jogs Lola's memory. Uh, I guess they did, as as I mentioned, they did not notice that Lola was catering the wedding they were just at. Um, notice it now so small world the the woman that we thought was our our niece was catering the wedding um and lola tells her tells them that uh she broke two of her own rules they they actually saved her from uh almost getting with a, a guy and her two rules of course no dating party guests and no dating guys named nate luke or troy because they're usually lacrosse players and always definitely trouble. true uh, what what a way to shoehorn in the fact that uh, she was talking to nate they're like it, it how can we get lily funny to, to tell this person that you're kind of working yeah. for about your like your dating life <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I never was date blown Nate's. away by it. Like, at first <laughs> I laughed because that was a good joke. And then yeah. I like was like, wait a second. Why are we telling people that? <laughs> <laughs> like, are these, oh, are I was these... trying to bang this hottie. Can you believe it? Like, yeah. This guy that was at your wedding. Do you know him? Maybe you're related to him. Maybe, maybe you're friends with yeah, him. I don't know. He was, well, I she was like, him. I was going to blow this guy in the bathroom <laughs> stall. But then he left. So now I'm here really, doing this I was gonna well, Serena would have zooted under the stall, the stall, and oh, seen it. It's but. actually a fine young man. If you do want to blow him someday, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll never tell. <laughs> he used, in fact, my daughter used to blow him as well. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard everything. <laughs> Better uh, prepare that throat there. <laughs> that was too far. I think that one was. Yeah, too I think far. that was the version that Brendan got. That was, yeah, that was yeah. No, I, I like when mothers t- tell people about uh, throat preparation before blowjobs. It's important. That's very specific. It's a very specific interest <laughs> my that you have. Kink. <laughs> oh my so, god. Um, so Lily, that, Lily's like, oh, you mean Nate Archibald by any chance? And um. Uh, Lola's like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure he's a lovely young man. I'm sure I'd have a blast blowing him. But uh, as soon as I showed interest, <laughs> he lost all the interest he had. But it's fine because he's innate. And so, again, Lola goes back to uh, helping the cleanup crew, not knowing that she just saw her aunt again. And uh, Lily grabs the phone to make a call, and uh, I guess calling Nate. And no one, no, I couldn't help but notice no one tipped poor Lola. And that's kind of the whole point of like taking these gigs with rich people too, is to get like a huge <laughs> payout. Yeah, when uh, when Lily was like Rufus, and was like, oh, I thought it was gonna be like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll tip her, but no, he's I like, think oh, I'll like, take I gotta go to the bathroom, uh, so he doesn't have I'll to take, tip. Take these flowers from you. Ah, uh, too bad I left my wallet downstairs. <laughs> Lily, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Like, Lily should have tipped her handsomely. Um, I was like, what? What is this job that like is still kind of a part of the same company and the same <laughs> event? And she went home before finishing the the gig, or like. Was no one going to have to deliver these flowers anywhere unless Rufus called? No. Okay, so what happened was uh, when Rufus was trying to distract them and keep them there longer, he was like, weren't those flowers so beautiful? In fact, they're so beautiful, I- I'm going to call the catering company and have them cater them to our to our room right now. So he called the catering company back up. Yeah, and I, said, I was Any confused about like, what the flowers? hell time this is, that they, people could still be available. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why the, her manager calls. Like, can you do this? Because it's right. a weird request right. right now. It's rich people. They probably yeah, won't yeah. take it very that's, well. I guess that's what it is. It's, it's all in the day's work. It's all rich people. Except for his side, baby. Yeah. So Blair and Chuck are uh, confronting Serena, and Serena confesses that, yes, it was she. She did it. She did it for the two of them. And Blair's like, you ruined my wedding <laughs> for us? Uh, and she's like, it wasn't your choice to make. I, I mean, I uh, this is terrible. At this point, I thought Serena did do it. I was like, this is one of the most interesting things Serena has ever done. <laughs> like, Blair should have been more mad. Oh, yeah. I guess she was. Just, well, first of all, she didn't want to marry Louis, so you know, no skin off her back. But uh, and I guess she's more just like shocked. But uh, and then this is when like Serena begins to be unbearable again. She's like, "I didn't do it to hurt you, but you know, you running off with Dan when you knew I liked him hurt me too." I was like, "You're kidding!" Oh come on! Are, are, she are even included this in her lie. It's so insane. How are you making this, like, this lie did, about you? She didn't even do it, but she's like, mm, how can I make this right? Well, you talk to Dan when you know I like him. Like, what? That's her crush. They weren't even hooking up. They were just fleeing the wedding. Like, are you kidding they me? They were in a hotel room together by themselves and then, alone. And then Serena leaves as if she just made a point. Was she was she doing the classic fake outrage to justify leaving them? <laughs> no, I, I think she believed her own lies. I think she's really <laughs> in on this. <laughs> so... Chuck offers to charter a plane and they can be in the Dominican Republic by sunrise. But this revolving door, as soon as one person leaves, another one enters. And now Sophie is here and she says, Blair will not be going anywhere except with my son. Dun, dun, dun. 
just scary I believe lady. she did say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she enters the room. She tells Blair a day into the wedding and you're already breaching the contract. And uh, <laughs> Blair can't let it go that it must have been Rufus. She's like, did Rufus sell me out? Or one of the buttons, a GPS monitor. Like every time something happens, it was Rufus. <laughs> so, and uh, Rufus like, privacy is no longer an option as the princess of Monaco. But you should be used to that because it seems Gossip Girl knew more about you than your own mother. Um, so yeah, Gossamer was the one that told her, uh, Blair tries to refuse to go back, but, uh, Sophie says if she refuses, her family will quite literally pay the consequences. Uh, at this point, I'm like, how bad can this dowry actually be? Uh, apparently it's so bad that Eleanor's is going to have to sell her company. Right. And at, at that point I was like, I, I kind of get not doing it. But then once Chuck enters the picture, I'm like, well, Chuck can do anything. And he did, he's just a kid. Yeah. He's also lost everything in the past he's and just then built it back up. And he, he can just figure it out. Everything. Uh, and he's very willing. He's the most person that makes the most sense, and then she goes back to the whole thing. I'm getting ahead of myself, but she makes up her own rules again that she has to abide yeah. by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, at first, I like that Chuck is like, a dowry? What century do you think this is? Yeah. Um, which is fun when they keep mentioning that. But yeah, the price is so steep. Eleanor is going to be forced to sell her company. The, when I looked up uh, how rich all the families were in Gossip World, the Waldorfs are worth like $500 million. Is the dowry really that much? I guess royal families have like endless money. So I, I don't well, know how much. it's probably not liquid assets either. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I, I want to know how much exactly this dowry is so we can, uh, but the, you know, the so we can really were, figure were worth out. a billion when 12 Mr. billion. Still alive. 12 billion? The best is worth 12 billion, yeah. Yeah, okay. So he, he's got it. Chuck can do whatever he wants. Yeah. No wonder he's um, such a Throw one billion at them. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. Throw, fuck it. Throw, throw 11 billion at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Serena finds Dan in the hotel bar, I guess. Uh, she has no interest in staying, but Dan rushes to explain that he only lied uh, to her to protect Blair from Louis. And Serena's like, well, you know, if you really wanted to help, you could tell me so I could help too. Uh, but you wanted to be her only savior, uh, which is probably at Just least sort of a little it. bit true. Yeah. It, it's a little bit. It's, I mean, probably there was definitely some of that. But also, like, as Dan says, like, I am not going to apologize for helping a friend. He also, yeah, he didn't run to her side. Like, he was called to right. run, specifically. Yeah. And Serena's like, well, you're not going to apologize for lying to one either. And like, okay, is that really going to fix everything if Dan's like, oh, I'm sorry for lying? Is Serena going to be like, yeah. I think Dan is also correct. He's like, is this about me, like, not saying I love you too? Is that, is that what this like, is about? I, I love you, fine. Okay, there you go. Now leave me alone. <laughs> He's like, is this because I haven't answered you yet? And she's like, you just did. And she walks away. I mean, I don't think he just did. I think him, like, delaying this was more of like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When he said, I'm in the bathroom taking a piss right now, can I that call sh- you later? I think that that been that's it. all you needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> You think, do you still think they're endgame? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, this is a, a red herring. Haley, do you think uh, Serena and Dan are endgame? Oh, I know. Like, I mean, like, theoretically, I do, but I don't think they're a good okay. pairing. Right. I mean, they were great in the first season, season and a half. How much time has gone by? A lot of time. I think they were, the, they were like, the best couple in the first season of, uh, of the show. Yeah. It was just too early in that runtime of the series. Exactly. Back in the good old days. Um, Blair and Chuck. Blair apologizes to Chuck for blaming him, but even Chuck understands. He's like, everyone knows I'm the obvious choice, so uh, he's just glad that Blair knows it wasn't him now, so now they can get out of here and start over. Um, And Chuck's like, don't worry. Like, I can take care of whatever the royals throw at me. If there's a dowry, I'll pay it. You know, that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. If someone is, if a 12 billionaire is telling you, I will pay whatever the dowry is and you could be free, like, you take that deal. It's easy. And and it happens to be the person that you want to be with anyway. So so go. Yeah. Yeah. And so Blair's like, I can't let you do that. Uh, you know, no, it, you if it, he says, if, if it's wor- if it means Blair's freedom, it's worth any cost. He says, I'd do anything for you. But Blair refuses and says she made a promise and she needs to keep it. I'm like, why? What are you this, doing? This All of your problems can be stopped. Yeah, you were trying to that- go to El Salvador a few minutes ago. 
Dominican Republic. <laughs> was this the first time you'd ever heard of the Dominican Republic? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you knew El Salvador, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it's crazy. He's, he's really not even making a sacrifice here. Yeah, Chuck's, Chuck's like, okay, enough of this promise with God. Um, you broke that promise when you left Louis. And look, God hasn't killed me yet. Love that Love that he points that out. He's like, didn't get hit by any taxis here. Yeah. Uh, to fill you in, Haley. Uh, the reason that they are not currently together, they Blair made the decision to run away with Chuck, uh, you know, run away from Louie to run away with Chuck. Uh, she was going to leave Louie. Uh, you know, they were engaged, but she was going to leave Louie to go with Chuck. But they got in a car crash. Uh, Chuck almost died. And so Blair went to church while he the church hospital, and she was praying. And she said, please, God, just do I'll do anything. Let Chuck live, and I will honor my vow to Louie. And just then, a nurse came in and was like, Chuck wants to speak to you. He's alive. And uh. so now Blair thinks that if she talks to Chuck or if she breaks it off with Louie or talks to Chuck, uh, Chuck will die because uh, she has to uphold her pact with God. Yeah, I'm pretty superstitious. I would believe that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we have we have a defender. <laughs> All right, so there you have it. Okay, so she's right. We take back everything we've been saying the past few episodes. <laughs> so, um, Blair says that she needs to handle this on her own. She says, "What kind of a fresh start is it if it starts with Chuck buying her from Louie?" And I mean, that's not exactly what's happening, but uh, Blair tells him, "When and if we end up together, it has to be as equals, with nothing over our heads. That's the only shot we have." He's not uh, and Chuck doesn't care. You. Like, I know he no, has I done know. that before, sort of, but it's not <laughs> happening. No, he sold right her. Now. He sold yeah, her. Yeah, okay. He hasn't bought he's her never yet. Never and so uh chuck doesn't care about the cost or where they have to go uh he just wants to be with blair and blair just responds with a promise that louis won't lay a hand on her which is very comforting i guess <laughs> like, don't worry he won't lay a hand on me like, is that also in his speech to the world i will not lay a hand on her when i get her back <laughs> i promise <laughs> it's blair the, apologizes the, the equality thing is such nonsense i, I can't stand her in, in these stupid yes, speeches yes. with chuck this past few episodes so this is now the latest thing keeping Blair and Chuck apart from each other. So like, I can't have you hold this money over me. I, I don't think he would be doing that. He o- will always have a lot more money than you anyway. So what's what's the hold up? I feel like the writers at this point must just be scrambling in the for room anything. every day. Like we need we need more reasons for why Blair and Chuck aren't together. Just keep keep them coming. Yeah. I really mean, right. she doesn't want I Chuck think, to pay the dowry. All right. I think Blair just likes the chase. Like I don't think she ever wants to be with Chuck. Maybe that's there's it's something there. She like, really she doesn't actually want to be with Chuck. She's drama in her life. Yeah, she's making them up. She's got so she true. can stay she's away got, from him. He's got everyone chasing her right now. Um, and one of them, I would like that shit too. Is uh, is still drinking in the hotel bar, doing his best Chuck impression, just drinking alone in a hotel bar. <laughs> and so Blair comes to sit next to him, and to her credit, she does apologize to Dan and claims everything that he said was right. Uh, she could have never survived the last month without him. And she also brings up the vows and the fact that she knows that he wrote them. Yeah, that was another thing. Uh, Louis wasn't able to write vows, so he went to one of the many people that actually do love Blair to write them for him. And uh, I forgot about the (laughs) crazy thing. He's like, I know you love her, so write these for me. Yeah, it does seem like something they should talk about. Like, what's up with the vows you wrote? Like, (laughs) yeah. Dan's like, yeah, you know, Louis asked me to write them, so I just wrote down what I assumed Louis loved about you. And, yeah, of course. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, I just put myself in Louis's head, and I was like, this is probably what he loves. <laughs> the only out he has but, here is that he is supposed to be this great writer. So right. you can He's see that. But if he was, if that was not his profession, egg on his face. Like, you love this girl, bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Secrets out, bud. You love her. <laughs> yeah, love her. <laughs> and Blair tells him he did a great job. It's pretty obvious that he cares about her way more than Louis. 
and then dot 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 as a friend of course as they will keep reminding us as a friend of course mm-hmm. um and blair tells dan that she cares about him too as a friend uh, even if she has odd ways of showing it like bossing him around or making fun of his hair um and at this point i was like ah. I love a good uh, Dan Blair scene. And, you know, this is, this is what I'm looking for. One, some heartfelt friendship, uh, Blair continuing to make fun of him, you know, telling him to get a haircut. Like, oh, my God, they're, like, embracing. They're touching. This is so it's, sweet. Was, you don't see Blair ever do they're that touching. I don't think Blair's never been this sincere with Dan. I don't think we've ever seen, like, no, I was excited even when they were friends, moment. he's always nice. been making fun of him. Like, this is the first time, like, she apologized, she did everything. And uh, so, yeah, that Blair thanks Dan for helping, apologizes for maxing out his credit card, not reading his book. And uh, Dan is finally understanding now that... Uh, you know, he has his apology. He has his appreciation for Blair. So he's able to forgive her and, uh, you know, tells her that she has much bigger problems to deal with. And uh, he asks, what now? And so Blair knows what she has to do, but she just wants to know that Dan will be there for her. And Dan responds with always. And they hug. And, uh, mm. you know, it might have been a little tough on Dan this episode, but this yeah. really warmed my heart. Al- almost brought a tear to my eye. I love their friendship. It's a nice Harry Potter friend- reference. Their friendship. The friendship. Friendship. Wait, what Harry? Oh, always. Always. <laughs> I was good, yeah. He uh, he should have done a, a lot of a lot of dated references in this yeah. episode. Um, I actually I think this is probably like right oh, after like Deathly Hallows Part Two yeah, came yeah. out. Yeah, the movie. It's true. You think they saw it in one of their many movie festivals they went to? I don't think that's what they're going to see, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Nate somehow finds Lola again. A great wing woman, Lily, called Nate and told her where Lola would be, uh, <laughs> and that she might want an explanation for ending their day. I do like that. She, she all these kids are her children. Yeah, except, for except for her children. Of <laughs> course. Don't forget. She doesn't give a shit about Serena, no, hasn't no. talked to hasn't Eric since Eric in months. <laughs> <laughs> but all of her non-children, she loves them Love. so much. <laughs> so uh, Nate tells Lola he has a history with girls who lie. Uh, that is putting it lightly. Honestly, not the craziest yeah. thing in the world for yeah. Nate to feel like yet another girl may be pulling one over on him. He, he is damaged. He's a, he's a poor boy. He's, the, he's a mark. He's a mark. Every yeah. girl knows it. Yeah. Um, so Nate's like, yeah, you seemed honest and straightforward, which, you know, I like. But then I overheard the conversation between you and your mom. She's like, ah, my mom, where do I begin? Uh, and she tells Nate all about the overprotective woman who didn't want her to become an actress and said New York would destroy her soul. So Lola lies to her mom and says she's at Michigan State. How does this lie work exactly? Doesn't her mom, like, ever want to visit her, meet her college friends? I guess that's so sent, far sent- from Florida. She's like, I'll see you when I see you. You want to, like, see pictures of the campus? Like, this is insane to keep up this lie. I think her. I think her mom's a bad mom and doesn't care that much. Oh, she's being so overprotective. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't. It, you're right. Is I guess Lola, there are like, some holes. Every so often, like googling like pictures of Michigan State campus. Like, I guess just, it might like, be you a just say you're going to like, you know, Albany State or whatever right. the university is there. Like at least make it within the state you're in. Yeah, I don't know why she has to say she's in. I mean, I guess. Maybe even upstate New York will destroy her soul, according to according maybe. to Anne Hickel. I don't know. Maybe. So, I don't know. It seems like a big lie to keep up, but I don't know. Maybe Lola's a gifted liar. So, um, Nate agrees that family can be tricky because he just went something with it through with <laughs> he just went through something with his cousin and grandfather. So now he has no family at all. Which what happened to his dad? They were on good terms last season, and now <laughs> he just doesn't talk to him anymore. I think Oscar is back in jail. Yeah, may- maybe. That's my guess. So <laughs> Nate's like, I can relate. Although my cousin did try and have me killed, so maybe our situations are slightly <laughs> different. Which- Hey, yeah, Trip just wanted to bang him up a little bit. That's you know, it. Didn't want to no, 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 no. Uh, it's nice that Nate can have a sense of humor about uh, his cousin trying to murder him a couple yeah, weeks ago. Want to kill me? <laughs> another uh, another contender for joke of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And this fully just skin. illustrates the point <laughs> to Lola that she's like, yeah, uh, it was nice hearing about your world, but I don't want to be a part of the. I world don't want to ever be in a car with you murder. again. <laughs> <laughs> People are trying to murder you. Um, <laughs> Very different from the uh, from the fake Charlie Rhodes, who was all about living this life. Yeah, uh, and 
when she leaves, Nate looks like he's about to run after her like three times in that 10 second span. <laughs> he just doesn't go after her. Like, well, I, he I, don't know, I don't know what we're supposed to expect from these two. I, I guess, is this the end or it's hard to tell when Nate's wheels are turning, I guess is what I'm trying to say is like, is this the end of what? The two of them. Like, does he, does he look like he wants more from her or does he fully understand that she wants nothing to do with him anymore? Or is he going to keep trying? We'll see. I don't, know. I don't know. He says he understands and he thanks her for being honest. So, uh, but he looks at her for like 10 four, minutes four, and eight. she's like, uh, should I, I go get her? That's just how long it takes Nate to think. That's, yeah, that's sort of, I think so. It doesn't, you know, his, his wheels don't spin quite as fast as other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis pays Eleanor a visit. Eleanor is not in the mood. She's not playing around anymore. She's like, I know where Blair is, and I have no intention of sharing that information with any other Grimaldis. In fact, when I see her, I'm going to tell her I don't care what I have to sell. I want her to stay as far away from you as possible. In fact, for future references, the Waldorfs do not give into threats. Your family cannot control mine. Uh, Louis, you know, definitely didn't know, didn't think that Eleanor would react this way. Yeah, he, he, he had nothing to say back to, to, to her, honestly. I'd be terrified, yeah. too. It's, it's so funny that, like, Eleanor didn't know what was going on until uh, Sophie told her that Blair's missing. She's like, I want, I want to go find out where she is just so I can't tell you guys. Just so I, so, just so I don't. hold this information inside. <laughs> and then Blair comes downstairs. She's like, actually, they can control us. Uh, I'm going to go on my honeymoon now, actually. And uh, great mom Eleanor desperately tells Blair that she does uh-huh. not have to go with him. <laughs> but Blair thinks that she does. She heard what Eleanor said, but she doesn't want to save herself if it means ruining the family. Um, again. Wouldn't be ruining the family. Ma- Chuck's paying for it, we- not your mommy. Can we run this by Stepfather Cyrus, who is the lawyer? Like, can can we at least show him the yeah, contract? See yeah, if you can find a loophole. See if you can see anything in it before before we do this, please. Right. That's I didn't before we do anything that. drastic. That's a good idea. Yeah, take a look at this thing. Maybe he can pull some strings. I don't know. Maybe he knows some people in the dowry law office. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just um, one person there now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> Mr. Dowry. Before before Blair commits to being uh, Louis's slave for the next year. Yeah. Um, uh, Blair plans on making it through the year with Louie and she hugs Eleanor. Uh, Dan comes in, asks if everything's okay. Uh, Blair thanks him for everything and Dan reaffirms that whatever Blair needs, he's here for her. Uh, and that's when super villain Louie, like, like the Joker at this point, yeah. Joker Louie leaves with Blair as the paparazzi take a million pictures of them and uh, they share a disgusting kiss before getting into the taxi. That that kiss was a little chilling. Like, Can you imagine like absolutely hating someone d- and detesting them and having to like oh my, share a yes. smooch? Gotta be tough. And marry them. And Louie looks happy to do it. Yeah. Really tough break for Blair. Yeah, I, I don't Again, know how she did this to herself. Well, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. I'm having a lot. Like maybe this is a me thing, but I'm having a hard time empathizing with Blair. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just said you would have done the same thing. She made a pact with God. Well, that's different. I would. Okay. Yeah, we. I mean, it's a prince. Like, I probably wouldn't run away. I'd be like, eh, we're here. <laughs> probably wouldn't tell Chuck that I'm in love with him. So, yeah. well, I don't know. Pro- Prince probably wouldn't want to bone me. So, like, we're really just... <laughs> what? Come on. Don't sell yourself short. He'd want some head. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's a blowjob episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, this will be known as the blowjob blow episode. episode. <laughs> Recap 101 is the BJ episode. Everyone would be so surprised to hear that about me that I was the BJ blowjob. boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell you that for free. <laughs> so, we get this uh, sick transition to Georgina posting to Gossip Girl, and she's posting a video of Blair with Louis. And Philip asks, "What about the picture of the four of them at the airport hotel?" Where Georgina explains that the photo has been rendered irrelevant due to the fact that Blair and Louis Philip, are together so right now. And uh, and yeah, Philip, get with the times. <laughs> so, again, we don't exactly know what her master plan is here. Like, what the end goal is, still have no idea. But whatever. Um, 
she reminds Philip that she knows who sent the video of Blair and Chuck the Gossip Girl in the first place. And uh, Philip's like, you can't reveal your source, otherwise everyone will stop sending tips. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, Georgina obviously has something. Game, at least, yeah. Georgina's got something else planned. And then she tells Philip and us that since Gossip Girl abandoned her post after mm -hmm. Blair's accident, it's been her civic duty to step in and continue her important work. So Georgina is not the original Gossip Girl, and that was not the grand reveal last episode. She has only right. been somehow filling in since Gossip Girl, uh, since Gossip Girl's return. And she says the world needs Gossip Girl, which makes so, sense. Uh, it, was, it was given to us on last that week yeah. that it was it was way too easy. Like this is probably not it. Right. Not now. She's just the villain. Yeah, the villain, villain. Phil, no, nice, good job. All right, Pretty good. Villain, villain. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um. Chuck and Serena are back at the Empire. Chuck sees the gossip girl blast of uh, Blair with Louie, and he sighs. Uh, he asks why Blair chose him when uh, he would have done anything for her. I, was he listening? Like, she didn't really choose Louis, but like, she told him why she was making her decision. I don't, it's not a mystery. She yeah, she's like, why does this happen? Yeah, well, we yeah. all know now. <laughs> and then Serena's like, yeah, I know, but you shouldn't have sent that video into Gossip Girl. And Chuck's like, don't you mean I fucking you didn't. shouldn't have? Yeah, I fucking I didn't, didn't, Serena. <laughs> you did. You, you just told idiot. us you did. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, come on, guys. Chuck is good now. When will they learn that Chuck right. wouldn't do this? He this doesn't do anything Chuck. bad He's anymore. Not gonna do exactly. Nicest man in the um, world. And then Serena's like, drop the act. Stop pretending. I found the camera where you left it in the bridal chamber. And I mean, like, I like we in said, post. too, last week, why would he come out at the moment to object, <laughs> then walk back and just not object. tweet a video? Like, it yeah, makes exactly. no sense. And so... Serena just felt like it was worth lying and saying that she did it if it meant the two of them could be together. So uh, it turns out that neither of them sent it in. And also, uh, Serena being an uncharacteristically good friend to Chuck and Blair with this, I guess, by taking the blame, uh, if it means them being together, even though it did not work. Um, and Chuck again says that he wasn't lying, and if he didn't do it, and now, uh, you know, and she didn't do it. So uh, if neither of them know who actually did send it in, and we... <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> And we cut to Dan behind a wall. He peeks out from behind and sees Louie and Blair getting into their car and driving off, and he just stares. Uh, and that is our episode. So, uh, so who wow. sent in the video? Was it was it Dan? It's always been Dan. Uh, ever since he was like, I can't believe Chuck did that. It's crazy that it was Chuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you know what happens with next? Does does Blair stay with Louie for a year? Do they get into another car accident and kill off Louie? Oh, maybe, maybe Louie dies. Yeah, that'd be fun. Another, another, every time Blair gets in a car, the person that's uh, that's keeping her apart from Chuck just dies. <laughs> yeah. First her unborn baby, now Louie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, why not? Easy way to write them off. Wait, what? Rufus gets another Rufus. Sorry, like, yeah. what? Yeah, so she had a she I was pregnant with Louie's kid, and that was what was keeping her away from Chuck as well. Uh, and then the car accident that she got into, you know, months ago, uh, did the one that almost killed Chuck. Did unfortunately also uh, kill her unborn baby. Yeah, and when we first heard there might be a pregnancy scare with her, I was like, I hope she doesn't have this baby, and I didn't mean like that. So it was my, uh, it was my uh, fault. And then did wish that I am shocked. Rufus right keeps now. getting calls. He's like, I have to cause another fucking car crash. Well, <laughs> if someone has to die, someone has to die. <laughs> gets in his special killing car. <laughs> Dude, gets his, gets his show. He gets his chauffeur hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the show was. I remember it wasn't that long ago, I guess, but it was very funny when the next episode happens. It's like, yeah, well, the baby's gone anyway. <laughs> like they really <laughs> kind of right over it. They gave us so much exposition and started. So anyway, I'm Louie. I'm still here. The baby's dead. Blair, Blair, we we don't know where Blair is. She hasn't talked to Chuck, and uh, the wedding's next week. So what's going on with you, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So um. 
yeah. I, I, how, how long do you think Blair and Louie will stay together? Or are they endgame? <laughs> God, I hope not. That would be crazy. Um, a, bleak, a bleak ending. This yeah. whole episode is reputation coded, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll say uh, Serena and Louie end up together <laughs> end game. <laughs> no, if, if Louis like makes it past the end of the season, I will kill myself on air. <laughs> That's a promise. <laughs> that is legally binding. Otherwise, you have to pay a dowry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Or do you not even think he's making it close to the end of the season? He'll make it to the end of the you season, just, I think. We have 10 episodes left. But if he goes one episode past <laughs> yeah, that. That's right. Wow, you're living life on the edge. Cutting it thin. <laughs> not wow, a lot of wiggle okay. room. So now, I mean, stay tuned. If, if you haven't been invested in, into finishing this series with us, you may you may want to see yeah, it. Yeah, if lives. that doesn't get Patreon <laughs> subscribers, I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's zoom through some segments now. Uh, we have user review of the week. Comedy fan is, of course, back. Gives this episode an 8 out of 10 and says, I can't really blame Louie. Who wouldn't be mad after such a video on their wedding? But it was nice to see people helping Blair out. Especially Dan, who was a great friend. I liked how at the end Blair sat with him and told him that she appreciates him as a friend and also loves him like a friend does as well. The whole drama happening in this episode was very entertaining and had a lot of funny moments, mainly with Blair at the airport. So, um, no, I, you know, we're pretty much in agreement here, except for, you know, him saying, I, I can't really blame Louie. I mean, yeah. I... I, I yeah, I, I get why Louis's mad, but you know, I, I wouldn't hold Blair hostage. No, yeah, he acts like the video was like something of Louis, like super embarrassing, like him like naked jerking off or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's not what the video was. You don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I guess they did. Show us. They did show it. I was gonna say we didn't see it. We did see it. <laughs> Next week, the episode is titled "Crazy Cupid Love." Do you have any predictions based on the episode title? Crazy Cupid Love. Uh, I guess Blair and Louis really fall in love for real this time, finally. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Haley, do you have any predictions based on the episode title? Oh, my gosh. Um, I would say Ryan Gosling makes an appearance. Oh, Ooh, I actually, so. yeah, I do know this movie for next week. I'm excited. Well, Sorry. hopefully you don't forget by next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, yeah, but I've seen it many times. Yeah, the, uh, the little preview says, Nate throws a Valentine's Day party. Sounds fun. I think Nate's just in his uh, Gatsby era where he's just going to keep like that for him. Throwing, throwing parties that's and fun. hiring Lola to cater them. He's so he has. Yeah, that'd be cute. That's this fun. Year. Yeah. It's me again. I hope they meet up. Gator Dunn, his new catchphrase. Gator Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, my word. <laughs> Let's do some episode grades. Uh, I went first last week, so Brendan, you can go first this week. What do you grade this episode? Um, yeah, I, like I was saying kind of in the middle of the episode today, and like we say all the time, it's always tough when we have a great episode or like a season finale or something Something huge happens in this show. Usually the follow-up is a huge letdown and bad and stupid, and they don't know how to follow up good things a lot of times. This was a surprising episode for me. I, maybe it's also partially having like a low bar for these kinds of episodes, Um but I think it was genuinely good. I, I really liked last week quite a bit. The 100th episode was a lot of fun. And number 101, obviously not as good. You, you can't completely follow it up. It's like another like a back-to-back slammers of episodes. But I think it did a good job of actually doing aftermath of big events really well. Um, they, it, it seems like they had writers of back-to-back episodes that were the same staff. So that was yeah, fun. That, that maybe, was yeah. very good. I think that helps. Maybe just keep the same writers in the room 
for the whole season. Maybe uh, try that out. Um, show's over. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it was really good. I think it was left, like we kept talking about. It's really funny. Uh, it wasn't too dramatic for me. I know it's supposed to be a teen drama, but I like the ones that are more silly. I'll give this a B plus. Okay. Uh, Haley, what do you give the episode grade? This was an A for me. I loved it. I had such a great time watching it. It was genuinely funny. It kept my interest. We had twists and turns, um, some super villains, no heroes, but I like I had a great time watching this. Mm. That's what all right. the shows. Super super villains, no heroes. No. That's what Gospel is. <laughs> um so for me, uh, yeah, another surprisingly decent episode. I, I think the biggest thing the episode has going for it is that it was funny, and it's been a while since we had like a funny episode. And while there, are, you know, some things that I, maybe I didn't love that much, or you know, that don't make sense in the episode, plot holes or whatever, it's it's been a while since we've had an episode that's made me laugh this much, and uh, that is largely due to Georgina, uh, such a game changer when you stick her in an episode, no matter where she was or who she was interacting with, uh, she was making me laugh. Uh, Dan and Blair together, always a good time, provided for some great moments. Chuck Serena mess around was fun. Nate and Lola, they're also fine, and uh, Eleanor had some great moments facing off against the Royals. Um, even though that story ended up being pointless, still loved Eleanor in it. Uh, the, the you know the twists aren't that great. I, I guess we have the reveal that Georgina isn't the real Gossip Girl, and also the reveal that neither Chuck nor Serena sent in the video to Gossip Girl. Uh, both of which I think we kind of expected already. And uh, I don't love the ending with Blair deciding to go on her honeymoon with Louis, with everyone telling her that she doesn't have to. But you know, I just guess we just have to hope for the best there. So uh, overall, I came away from this episode feeling very positive. So I'm going to be in the handholding club with Brendan. I'm also going to give it a B plus. Nice. So we've got an uh, two A's. Nope, 1A and 2B pluses. Uh, Brendan, who's your MVP this episode? Um, Racking my brain, it's kind of a tough episode to pick an MVP. Uh, but I, I want to give a maybe non-deserving one, but the person I enjoyed the most today was probably Blair. It's a Blair-centric episode. She wow. doesn't make the best decisions by the end of the episode, but I really enjoyed watching her. She was putting on the Blair show. She's very fun. You get to see her in... In a wedding dress in an airport in New York, uh, and then you get to see her in I Love New York, kind of just uh, t-shirts, sweatshirts, yeah. uh, all of it, and it's just so funny to see her. The outfit alone. Yeah, the, the stark change of wedding dress <laughs> to sweats is so funny. <laughs> uh, and uh, Paranoid Blair is always the best. I, I think she is just is wonderful to watch on TV. All right. I always love a Blair MVP, of course. Haley, who is your MVP of the episode? Oh, that random girl at the airport. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, love it. Love, love, <laughs> love it. I I was also considering her as well. So I'm I'm glad that you, I, I don't know what, I guess I'll just write random girl at airport. And yeah. hopefully I remember who that is when I'm doing the recap. Random girl at airport. If you go through the credits, I wonder uh, if she has a name. Sometimes I get like random like character names for these one-off yeah. people. I don't know how I would know that was her that was in the credits, but uh, I guess I'd have to look up who the actress was and see if she looks like the person. And you know, we'll save that <laughs> for another day. Um, uh, I just looked at the other great because Haley, you said that this was the best episode that you've been on for, and you did give it an A. So I wanted to see what you gave the other grades. When you came on in season two, you gave the episode a C plus, and when you came on oh. in season four, you gave the episode a D minus. So oh, yeah, by far, this is, is your episode, this yeah. is your favorite episode. Yeah, it's season five too. Not even close, yeah. I mean, I've been pleasantly surprised. I think, you know, I think we have plenty of time to fall off the wagon again. Like we, oh, we oh yeah, it's, you have so many it, episodes. It could have been much worse so far. We, yeah. we, I mean, I was expecting I mean, this, this is basically the last two episodes. mostly bad. It's been, like, only half bad. Yeah, so we've had, you're forgetting, we've had some pretty bad episodes leading up to this. It's the last two yeah. that we've been pleasantly surprised. I thought it would be, like, much. more clustered of, like, chunks of shit, real shit with corn kernels and everything. Listen. But it's been, like, pretty Just, fine. 
episodes, and we've got 20 episodes. We've got 10 episodes left in this season and 10 episodes next season. Plenty okay. of time for, for some bad episodes. Because <laughs> okay. I, I was looking at um, Crave, which is where I watched the episode, and I was like, oh, this is season five. Wow, this, this they're going to be done soon. But you still have like six months to go, hey? Eh? Yeah, 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 it's true. Hey, 20 episodes doesn't um, sound like a lot, but it, I guess it does math out to six months. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, my MVP, I'm glad that Haley did give it to the girl in the airport, and I'm glad that Brenda gave it to Blair, because uh, I'm going to give it to Georgina. Like I said, any episode she's in just breathes life into the episode. Uh, there, There's a reason the show always goes to her when they need a boost of energy, and uh, she did not disappoint. She made me laugh the most. She had the most schemes. Uh, she's posing as Gossip Girl, the fill-in villain, and uh, she's mostly succeeding. I, I don't know what her end goal is, but I have to assume that uh, everything's going according to plan with her, so uh, good for her. Um, Brendan, who is your LVP? I mean, as long as he's here, I'm going to give him LVPs. Louis Laptops, LVP for me. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's turned into it a bigger villain than ever, and he's not even good at it. Like, his mom is really the one pulling the strings. He, yeah. he, just, he sucks at his job. He's bad. I mean, he almost ruined it. He told Blair too yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. Dumb. Um, Haley, who's your LVP? Uh, Serena, because she nice. believed a lot of lies. She managed to turn, like, a traumatic event of, of Blair's, like, into something <laughs> for her. Um, and she was boring. <laughs> nice. Yeah, very valid. Um, I'm going to go off the board with this one, and I'm going to give this week's LVP to the security guards of the Upper East Side, uh, because yes. how the hell does Regina keep getting into buildings? They, they need to step it up. This has been a long time there. coming, so. Yeah. They They're lucky nice. this is the first time I'm doing this tonight. <laughs> step up your game, Upper East Side security. Might not. Um, that is all of our segments, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. We'll be doing that great scene where Serena and Chuck are interrogating Georgina. And uh, without further ado, I, I guess we'll choose our roles here. Uh, Brendan, you love being Serena and Chuck. Do you? Uh, True. I'll give it to uh, Benia. Who, who do you want to be, Haley? Love to be Georgina, if possible. Oh, okay. So, you, so who, Georgina, which doesn't make your decision any easier, Brendan. No, no. Sorry. Who would you like to hear me do more? Either one of you. I think you should be Serena. Okay. Okay. There you go. I'll I'll be Chuck. All right. Does uh, everyone have their script in front of them? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. So, if everyone has their script, Serena, you can take it away. There's no way I'm believing Georgina over Dan, and Dan said that Blair left with Louie. Why do you automatically assume that I'm the one lying? If your opinion actually mattered to me, I'd be insulted. Why are you still here? Don't you have a hole to crawl back into? I want to help. Let's think of the possibilities. Ideas? Anyone? Who are you calling? Security. You overseed your welcome when you showed up. Hey, security? Yeah, it's me. I know. I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I, I know. I know. It's it's been a crazy day for me too. Uh, but uh, yeah, can you send someone up to the penthouse? I, I have a little uh, a little situation on my hand. No need for security. The jig is up. Ah, uh, you caught me. I have been lying. Um, I have to say I'm bored and my DVR is empty. Listen, I can normally keep up with this for hours, but I have a kid now, and his mommy and me group is way more fun to mess around with than you guys. Bye. Wow, seriously, what is her problem? <laughs> hey. I'm I'm sorry Blair wasn't here. I know you were hoping she would run to you. Isn't that really suspicious what Georgina did? Should we like follow her? Like obviously <laughs> something is going on. No, no? Oh, all right, fine. I, all right, let's talk about Blair. I should have known it wasn't her. I need to make peace with the fact that it's over. Whoever released that video killed whatever chance I had with her. 
and it definitely wasn't me that released that video even though you're going to accuse me later in this episode by the way your phone's ringing no no it's blair it's a text from louis that's weird <laughs> if they're together quote where the hell are you get back here this instant do you guys know you i used to blow it? nate uh, <laughs> that was so fun. Lucky. I wish I could have blown Nathaniel. Uh, wow. Standing ovation. You know, it kind of makes sense now that Louis is the Joker and Chuck's Batman, I guess. <laughs> I kind of half wanted to do the, the way that Mike Bloom did the Chuck impression last time. <laughs> Another good one. Why are you still here? Don't you have a cold to crawl back into? <laughs> because Brendan's Serena impression sounds a lot like Mike Bloom's Krista impression from Survivor Pearl Island. Oh, uh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, it's, my, it's my lumpy space princess from Adventure Time. <laughs> lumpy space princess. <laughs> wow. Well, that's everything except, of course, for some plugs. But before we get to that, Haley, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us again thank you for coming thank on you, for of course you. the 14th episode of a season and we definitely did plan this because i know there is no 14th episode of the sixth season because there's only 10 episodes so i do have you scheduled to come on for the fourth episode oh, drop the yeah, one keep okay. the four there you go um so well, makes we'll sense there so we will see be, you in 14 episodes yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll be seeing you before it's all said and done uh do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour the Bachelor is back in full swing, baby. So you can listen to our coverage over on the Bachelor Wrap Up podcast on the Reality TV Wrap Ups Network. Um, you can also listen to me again on this podcast by just hitting rewind to the beginning of it and just re listening to it. <laughs> Love it. The mm -hmm. There you go. Um, also, next week, I believe the episode, well, it depends when this episode's coming out. Like February 7th-ish, I'm going to be on an episode of the Ready to be Romance podcast talking about Bridgerton series, um, both the book and first series of the show. Um, we might mention dowries, if I'm being honest with there you. There you go. Okay. I'm <laughs> I'd be shocked if you didn't. I'm in. As, as a new fan of dowries, I'm in, baby. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> Um, uh, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at strong underscore. And if you want to check out everything I am reading, I have a bookstagram account at the Strong Library. Weirdly right. enough, that's the um, handle that I use for the video to plug you the, at the Strong Library. I didn't use your normal one. I don't know why I picked that handle to promote. That's <laughs> Not hilarious. <your> main one. <laughs> wow, I wonder if okay. it's because my main one's private. I will. That you follow me on my main one, but I, I don't think you so. follow me on up. my books bookstagram. Mm. Odd, interesting. Well, I'll mysteries will never that. be solved. Um, and then, what are you blogging? Well, look, the begging didn't work okay. last week. We didn't get any new subscribers from me <laughs> begging and pleading. Uh, so I, I guess I got to try a new tactic and just uh, I'll just be honest. We don't care about <laughs> this bullshit main feed show. We don't try it all here. <laughs> <laughs> the real podcast is over at patreon.com slash boysmedia. You can pay three bucks a month to hear the stuff we really care about. The good stuff, the quality is ridiculous over there. This is a bullshit show. That's a good one. <laughs> so go look, listen to the good one. $3 will get you over an entire season of OC coverage. So go check that out. The Sandy Boys podcast. That's got to work. We got to get up to the, we're four away from the Mike Bloom cameo threshold. That's right. And our most recent guest on the Sandy Boys was Ligori Laptops, so they'll yes. probably want to check that out. Yeah. I can't I can't wait to be a Sandy Boy. I thought I was yeah. gonna get a call for that. I think you might I think you're probably scheduled at at some point. I can I can check the master list. Uh right. 
What am I plugging? Uh, we we both recently saw American Fiction, so that uh, how did you like, like it? I thought it was good. I liked it too. I yeah. thought it was good. I thought it was kind of crazy uh, that it was an Oscar Best Picture nom because it just seemed like a normal movie that people would just go see as like a casual movie. It didn't seem like groundbreaking. It was just like nice and good. I guess you're right. Like you know, I'm. Who knows what makes I did, a, it? It didn't a movie seem pretentious Oscar-worthy. enough. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much like uh, the Barbie movie, very pretentious. Got very nominated pretentious movie. Picture. Um, what else? You know, I don't like to talk about my birthday, but it is coming up, and on my birthday. <laughs> I have two traditions. I watch the Legally Blonde. I watch Legally Blonde the musical, and I watch Teenage Bounty Hunters, which I believe are the two greatest pieces of art that have ever existed. And so, I think, in honor of me, I think everyone, if you haven't seen it, or even if you have, watch Teenage Bounty Hunters. The first season is available on Netflix still. Best thing that Netflix has ever produced. And watch Legally Blonde the musical because it is the best piece of art slash media slash culture of all time. Wow. Uh, they took an already perfect movie in Legally Blonde and made it even more perfect with music. So, what's not to love? And then it's on YouTube. Fucking watch it. Oh, okay. This this weekend, watch it. Love YouTube. Who who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, besides all that, I, I I got nothing else. So you can follow me on Twitter at Maddie. One thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, go on, please. Did you guys know you're legally married on Facebook? Yes. Yes. Okay. That cool. is legally married. <laughs> legally married. married for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. July thirty first, two thousand and nine. <laughs> My birthday when I turned 14, I think. Uh, 14. You do the math. I, yeah, I think it was 14. 2009, you'd be 15. Weird. I don't remember being 15 in ninth grade. Was there a dowry when we uh, involved? When I don't we think got so. We got to look into that. Does Facebook have a dowry option? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the dowry option. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Haley, you are slated to come on for season two, episode seven of the OC. So you'll be on the Sandy Boys soon enough. If that doesn't get you people to subscribe, I don't know what will. (laughs) I can't wait to watch my first episode of the OC for that. Oh, it'll be great. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we will be breaking down season five, episode 15, Crazy Cupid Love. Until then, you know you love us. XOXO, Lonely Boys. Boys.